I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the Value Pack. Welcome back, everybody. We're back after a week-long break. IRL stuff comes up. Shit happens. Whatever. We got to move into things because there's a lot of shit we want to talk about today. And we have a guest who has a limited amount of time. So I want to introduce Jackie Felix. Jackie Felix, thank you so much for coming on and uh, hanging out with no us problem. today, man. Happy to be here. So the first thing we want to talk about, and for those of you that uh, watch our show regularly, we're going to do comments later. We have a limited amount of time with Jackie here, so we're trying to get this out of the way first. We'll do comments uh, after he has to peace out. Uh, first thing, we right. want to talk about Witch and uh, Wizard buffs because they hit the quote-unquote PvE buffs that also destroy uh, evasion builds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I guess first things first, Jackie, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for coming on. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, where people could find you, what you play, and how long you've been playing BDO and all that. Give us a little bit about Jackie Felix, your backstory. Yeah, no problem. So, um, basically, I've been, I started playing a couple months after Steam release. So, I've been playing for around two years now. And I'm currently a wizard in Black Rose. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard Sacha yell at me a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And also, apart from that, I like to grind Ackman, but right now I'm grinding history more so. And basically, I like to help people in the game, help people learn and get better at their classes. Um, and also, um, if basically people have any questions, they can uh, check me out when I'm streaming live. But um, apart from that, yeah, that's basically a quick summary about me. Yep. I saw you cool. in the then, uh, uh, I saw you in the BSL chat yesterday. <laughs> you posted some copy pasta about. We get it, you grind Aquaman or something. Yeah, dude. Oh, that that we get a copy pasta, man. That copy pasta is legendary. I I thank the guy who made that copy pasta because when he originally made it, it wasn't a meme or intended to be a joke. It was actually intended to attack me. Yeah, like he was reeling at you. Yeah, and that comment I believe last time I checked had like ninety downloads on it. But it's uh, it's just the one of the best. It's a gift from the heavens, you know. Dude, that's that that's pasta. that's got to be one of the best ones I've seen in a while. Honestly, that's probably the best copy pasta I've seen since uh, the Joe never never fails one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So one of the things, uh, like Jack, I heard of you from kind of a while back. But one of the things compared to a lot of other whiz witch that I talked to is you're not like hanging your head in shame like defeatist saying you know crying as much about the class. You actually go out and try out how good spots are and you actually try to optimize before just assuming something sucks because I think when you compare, even before all the changes, when you compare Wizard Witch to Mystic, one of the things you notice right off the bat with Mystic is that like, yeah, you can optimize your rotation, but even before you do, you get pretty good loot, whereas like Wizard Witch, you really have to optimize to get good loot and you're kind of one of the people that does that, so I think that's kind of cool. And you have like YouTube comparisons of four and after and Aquaman on Wizard, Cray yeah. on Wizard, of really like even back in the day, Manchums. And you have a bunch of videos like that, right? 
Yeah, yeah. So basically, if you go back to the point where they did the um the big CC change, uh, CC changes and all that overhaul with how CCs work, and when they did the uh nerfs to um the our hundred percent damages and stuff like that. Um, basically, mm-hmm. during that point, when I was grinding Ackman and everyone else was all complaining about how bad Witch and Wizard were in the in-game grind spots, basically all I did was I looked at what rotation, skill rotation I was doing before, and because our awakening, you know, during that period where the Witch and Wizard's flow was bugged, like completely bugged, and it was not scaling properly, I basically just put more a lot more pre-awakening skills into my skill rotation and I could still pull this decent trash compared to the other classes but obviously not as high and I've never been a person to complain about the problems with which wizard too much however I do uh I acknowledge them but yeah um basically I'm more a person to kind of adapt and see what I can improve and what I can control myself and not really too much what the developers do for the game. So yeah. So when we got so we got these Wizard Witch buffs um on Wednesday. They were in PTR like a week or two before that. And a lot of the comments that I read initially when people read it is that pet scaling is the issue. None of these buffs are gonna fix that. So you've been on the buffs now for almost a week. We're going on four or five days. You've been I imagine grinding in some of the higher end grind spots. Do you notice a difference? Is it still just because of pet scaling? Is it better? Is it worse? Did they miss the mark? How do you feel about it so far? Yeah, so basically how I feel about the buffs is that um, there were, I believe 80% of it was on the correct path. I do feel, um, we can talk about this later, but I feel like some of the skills for which are a little bit overpowered right now. Um, but okay. basically, Compa- for the compared to wizard, compared to wizard, you mean? Yeah. So, or for like example, Denave Flow and Yoke of Ordeal, those two skills. Um, well, actually, we can talk about those skills now. Um, I feel yeah. like when Voltaic initially got the thirty or forty percent car speed buff. Um, it basically made it so that the skill was already extremely powerful in large scale and 1v1s. And it only took a little bit of time for you to get used to the super arm rotation on which, even though it is very short, witches do still have a super arm rotation. And once they went up and added the 15% debuff on Voltaic, it just makes the skill completely busted, as I think you guys can agree. Rezar definitely can agree. I, I'm, I do agree to an extent, for sure. I just think, like, I, I always just thought it was weird that they put it on that skill because they're already using that skill anyway. Yeah. So it's like, it makes no, it made no sense Why to me that it went it on, on that. Why not put it on another like, skill that wasn't used, like, as much, you know? Yeah. So, so, it, it, do you, so in, this is in, uh, in, like, large scale and small scale, you feel like that? Yeah, I feel like Voltaic is one of the strongest um, large-scale and small-scale abilities now. Right. Yeah, it is kind of funny, too. Like, even with the, the PvP damage buff, like, the two skills every Witch uses, like, without fail that they love is Voltaic and Yoku Ordeal. Yeah. And those two got buffed. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. What? So, 
Yoko Dio got a PvP and PvP increase in damage. So, mm-hmm. and so, to, yeah. What what would you if you could move that evasion buff off of Voltaic? Like, where should that go? Um, for which I would mm-hmm. say it's hard. Uh, maybe what's that? What's that um, skill where the I I don't want to comment too much on, on it actually because I don't know wish that well, but maybe right, equilibrium okay. break. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But again, right. I that, yeah. That's the one where the rock like drops, right? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the aqua okay. gel equivalent basically, except for it's way better because it's not damage over <laughs> ten seconds; it's instant. All right. Yeah, I haven't. I actually haven't heard that. I mean, still a, a lot of the. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know good witches. I gotta meet some good witches. I hope no one's offended by that. Yeah. I, every witch I talk to is still like, nope, nope, not enough. This is not good enough. Yeah. We still lose. Um, I'm just like, oh, but okay. I don't want to be like complaining too much about the witches. And uh, I say, I think, you know, wizards in terms of PVE, I definitely mm-hmm. think that wizards got the better end of the stick. Um, not the stick, the the deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what, why is that like in what in what sense? Because witches got damage buffs to three of their awakening skills, while wizards got damage buffs damage buffs to five of their awakening skills. Um, wizard also got the twelve AP on Hellfire, and the thing with Hellfire is you don't even need to hit someone or a mob with it to get the uh get to right, get the buff. So you just yeah. cast it. How long does that last? Ten seconds. Uh yeah, ten seconds. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's basically up. So that and the uh, like. All right. So if you're in a place like Histria, are you debuffing immediately with Aqua Jail and buffing with Hellfire and then like Magical Evasion? Yeah. To get the so cast speed? initially, what I'll do is when I'm pulling the mobs together, I'll group them up using Bolide and um, Cataclysm, and then once they're grouped up, I'll do the uh, Aqua Jail to stiff them, and then I'll go behind and do the Hellfire into my uh, Unawakened combo. So that way you get the evasion debuff on the mobs. That, by the way, people underestimate the eva- how big the evasion debuff is in endgame grind spots. I can tell you in grind spots like Hysteria and Sicaria Ruins, like they help you tremendously, that evasion debuff. Yeah. So don't just run full AP and accuracy does kind of matter <laughs> in PvE. Yeah. A Sorry, what what do you mean? Mike? Well, it's funny because you always hear everyone says like, like often t- or yeah, just as an example, it's just straight up better for PVE. But accuracy matters, right? When grinding, yeah, as yeah, well. especially in history and Sicaria ruins. Accuracy is huge. Yep. Yeah. So before, obviously, you grinded a shitload before the buff and after. What's kind of like, uh. Let's just start with history. What's kind of the the difference in your trash per hour? What what were you getting before the buffs? What do you get after? So before the buffs um, on main rotation, I was getting around 2.9 to 3k with loot scroll. Um, Now after the buffs, I did a one hour test doing the 5 Alton rotation. Uh, So if people don't know what 5 Alton is, that's basically main and side combined together. So essentially you're taking up two rotations. And I was able to hit around 3.6 to 3.7k trash now with flute scroll. So it's a pretty significant difference. Yeah. Yeah, that's freaking huge. Um, so 
this week being your first did, have you tried Sequoia Ruins after the buff or not <laughs> no yet? I haven't the the problem with Sequoia Ruins isn't the AP it's the DP and because I only have like a, most of my armors are all tet with Kafra's level 4 I'm still like 330 DP of but really? the only pen armor I have is my pen heave helmet which I recently changed over from a pen talus so yeah well, it's easy. You just reroll the mystic, and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yesterday was your first siege, and I don't know. You guys were in the castle, so maybe you didn't even get any engagements. But um, what are like some of the implications for the buffs in large scale, specifically on on wizard? Is it a noticeable difference? Does the evasion make a difference? Does the cast speed make a difference for five or like anything? Like how's um, what's kind of the changes for PvP? When when you are fighting a guild like Snake, which who has a lot of geared members with high evasion and high DR, the biggest difference is obviously the evasion debuff. Because let's say like what's the general six or seven hundred evasion? What people? How much evasion do people usually have if they have like the full evasion set? It's like yeah, it's like six to seven hundred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think like I think six fifty all the way up to like eight hundred. Yeah, so I always hear losing... six hundred is where evasion builds become useful, so Right. So like losing around about hundred evasion at that point makes the difference between being able to tank ten or twenty people and just flat out dying. So that's the biggest um biggest difference. And you can notice when I'm not sure if you guys know, but big and shiny have murked for snake on the um this weekend's media siege and he has a mix between di and evasion but i believe he has around that level of evasion and literally 10 players who have 280 plus ap could not kill big and shiny um yeah no my standard uh so one of the skills that got changed was um chilling wave and chilling wave is like when I actually first started playing the game, I was drawn to Wizard because I thought the water animations were kind of cool. A lot of games don't have good water animations. And, and then I used Wizard and grinded. And then once I learned how to actually play, I realized, oh, Chilling Wave is really, really bad. So it got its cast speed increase. It got a damage buff in both PvE and PvP. Is it is it usable now? Is it Does it make any difference at all? Do you utilize it or is it not, not yeah, a big so- deal? Yep, so it's the chilling wave, the skill is interesting because, um, well, let's say the skill is a lot more viable in PvE, but the fundamental problems with chilling wave still remain as a skill. And a lot of people don't know what the fundamental problems with chilling wave are. And one of them is that there's uh, the gaps in the frontal guard. It's not like a straight line frontal guard like um, Goro. Um, basically, you can... There's a lot of times where you can get CC Dale Chilling Wave. You can even just try this in history on your wizard um, or any grind spot with CC. If you try to use Chilling Wave, you might get CC out of it, I don't know, two or three times. Two, out, two or three out of every 10 pulls or something like that in history. And the other problem with Chilling Wave is that um, the hitboxes, because there's only around 20 or 30% of the um, area of the skill where you can do maximized damage. And the problems with Chilling Wave, uh, the fundamental problems are still that it has a unreliable frontal guard and it has an inconsistent hitbox 
and those two issues are still there. So, yes, it is viable in PvE, um, but for PvP, um, I wouldn't say so. So you weren't standing on the bridge and Medaya just holding Chilling Wave, stopping <laughs> Snake from getting through? <laughs> um, no, no, I wasn't. No. <laughs> nice. Rez, did you have any questions about Wizwitch? You used to play Wizard, right? Yeah. Um. So one of the things and I wanted to ask you, I know you said you don't know, like, you don't want to talk too much about Witch, but one of the things that uh, I think frosty first brought up maybe i don't remember a long time ago when we very first talked about witch and wizard was that part of the reason gore roll was better than chilling wave was the fact that the flow for gore roll gore himself actually he actually moves forward and that allows him to like get behind blocks and stuff do you think that may be part of why gore roll is so much better than chilling wave yeah definitely because if you hit people in the right location of gore roll you can also i believe you can get back attacks as well um and that that include that's like a huge damage boost. Yeah. Um so again, I don't know too much about the skill um Goro and Witch. I know a little bit, but yeah, from that's my understanding, the fact the flow does make a big difference as well. So yeah. what if uh like obviously they would still need to fix the frontal guard and like the hitbox issue should be taken care of. But like what if they did something to kind of equalize it out? Like maybe I just think in like maybe what if the flow for uh, Chilling Wave, what if Arn, I believe is her name, right? Arn? Yeah. What if yeah. Arn was at the end of it, like casting backwards? So if you're standing in it, you're actually getting hit from both sides. That would probably make the skill a lot better. Yeah, that would be one of the possible solutions. I think the easiest, if you can imagine it, um, Chilling Wave is like a triangle, right? for the front, front guard and Goro is like a rectangle mm-hmm. so if they literally just made chilling wave like a rectangle skill where the, the waves flow forward just similar to Goro right I reckon that would be one of the easiest fixes for the for the skill yeah but so if the attacks that makes sense. if the attacks still went outwards right wouldn't that still result in the same thing where it still would get entirely blocked by a frontal guard as a compared to Goral, which can get behind guards. Yeah, yeah, and um, definitely if if the mechanics of Chilling Wave are going to be similar, should can be similar to the flow of Goral. You know, the flows are similar, then um, that will also be a good fix as well, or good buff for skill. I agree with you, Resler. Yeah, do you, I don't know. I'm just throwing think- shit out there, you know. <laughs> Do you think Witch should get a grab? Ah, uh, no. No, I don't think Witch should get a grab, nah. What about... Uh, if you could trade... I want to throw this at Jackie. Jackie, I don't know if you uh, watch our podcast regularly or not, but I think it was last episode I threw something out there. What if... Hear me out. What if... Aqua Gel now had a vacuum? That... <laughs> I would actually, I would actually really like it if Aqua Joe had a suck on the ability with fifty percent BSR. Oh yeah. Ooh. See that yeah. that I like. I like. Yeah, that that's idea. a good idea. That's a good idea, actually. Yep. The problem in actuality, though, is that because Rezler's not playing Wizard, all it would do is make him slam his mouse on the desk. As I keep really saying, hard. all they need to do is make vacuums count towards the CC limit. 
and I'll be happy. Not, I will have no complaints. Not, I will have no complaints if it just counted oh towards the CC God. limit. <clears throat> um, if it actually CC'd you. So, Jackie, oh the um, <laughs> uh, so where would you? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. If if Mystic at history is like absolute top tier, like S tier, and Let's just say with your gear score. Uh, obviously, your gear score is higher than it. May- maybe if you can think of it as like 269 with Nuver, which I think is what most people are that are grinding Histria. Um, but at 269 of Mystic's like absolutely top tier and Archer is similar or close, where now would you put Wizard and Witch when it comes to grinding there for money? And is it still worth it to have a mystic alt to grind in Histria, or do you make enough money now that that's really not like it's kind of a waste? I would, I would say in terms of the mystic alt, um, if you're a witch wizard, don't bother making a mystic alt. It's just flat out. I don't think it's worth it. Um, can we talk? If it's two sixty nine kudum, I would have a better understanding. All right, let's do two sixty nine yeah. kudum, and then everyone can just imagine <laughs> one day they'll have that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, imagine, uh, so for the highest gear um, AP brackets with Kudum, um, so in order to put Witch and Wizard on list, we I feel like we need to discuss what the current um, what the current top classes are, like the top three at least. Mm-hmm. So obviously Mystic, and then we'll be number two. Uh, in my opinion, it probably would be for just pure efficiency. Probably Mystic Archer and Soar. Yeah, Myst. You will put right. Archer above Sork. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because okay. they they can get behind. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I would. I, so, I personally would. Yeah. So I can I'll, already hear Piotr typing. I can already hear it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Piotr. <laughs> so I wouldn't. The thing is, I wouldn't put Witch and Wizard in top five. Um, maybe Wizard can sneak into that number five position, but I mm-hmm. still feel like classes like Warrior and Valk and um, Warrior Valk and will still be number four, number five around that mark. I reckon at two sixty nine Kudum for history specifically. Yeah, for just for history. Isn't Zerker um, hella good just... at uh, history? Yeah, also Zerk. I forgot about Zerk. I always forget about classes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's actually like a lot more parody than than people kind of realize. Yeah. At this point, right? And I'm wondering too, Striker. Like we gotta. I don't even know any Striker. And <laughs> we gotta get a Striker on next. Week. I'll message. I'll message. Um, show never fails. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say, Jack? Um, so what, how I would put it is they will definitely be in the top 10. Um, and I'll say they will be above, above average, not slightly okay. above average, just above average. Whereas before they were at the bottom of the pack, like bottom five, I would say now they're like above average. Yeah. So do you think with these buffs that you actually, for like barrier to entry, you need less skill points to grind history now. Like, do you still have to use as many pre-awakened skills, or can you stay mostly awakened now? Did that change? You you can stay. You can actually grind history semi-efficiently, just rolling awakened skills on your wizard witch. Um, but it will reduce your efficiency. So you might be going from making 
3.6k trash an hour down to like 3.2 or 3.1 but it's a lot more relaxing just rolling awakened skills obviously yeah yeah i was watching i watched for a second big and shiny was grinding history last night and he was like (laughs) i swear his rotation so he pulled like he said with cataclysm and bull eyed and then he just like I don't know, it just looked like they used like four skills. He would use Aqua Gel at the start, and then he just went straight to pre-awaken, fireball, fireball, explosion, meteor, and then water sphere, and the pack was dead. Yeah, yeah, that's all we need to do at that level AP, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wizard's the most boring class in the game. How, how have you stuck to it for? How have you, how have you stuck to it for so long? Dude. Have you been tempted to roll for PvP or one v ones or anything like that? Oh, actually, that's a. How, how do you feel Wizard is in its current state in one v ones? I don't know so, how much you PvP, but yeah, how do you feel yeah. in one v one? You mean after the buffs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Post buffs. And did it affect one v ones? Um. So the thing about, especially, let's talk about the debuff uh, on Aqua Jail. The problem with putting a debuff on Aqua Jail, especially with 1v1s, is that it's very rare you can get that debuff off on your opponent, mm-hmm. especially in a combo, because if you grab them and you do Aqua Jail, they'll get up before the animation finishes. So what you can right. do is you can get a KD first, put Aqua Jail, and then you need to do the revamp cancel to get the second CD. So in terms of 1v1s, there's really not that much difference to how it was before. Um, the only difference would be it, with the um, AP buff on Hellfire, it might change some of your combos. I do have a combo video guide out there, um, which goes through majority of the wizards um, one, one combos. So, but in general, I would say it hasn't made that much of a difference in one v one. Yeah. And you have in that one v one how to do the uh, Rabam cancel. Uh, sorry. The Rebam. You have the you have the Rebam cancel that you're talking. Wait, so you go Aqua Gel. What yeah. is it? You said Aqua Gel and then Rebam cancel. But that's yeah, just so canceling like the start of the Rebam, or is it canceling? Uh, so if you guys don't, if you guys don't know, Rebam Fireball is a, one of the uh, skills you can choose for Wizard instead of uh, Rebam Heal. Mm-hmm. So the skill is called Sage's Rage, and what's interesting about the skill is, is if you do the key combination instead of doing the hotkey. Um, which is Shift X, the skill actually has a lot of cancels with it and the animation is a lot faster. So that's what I mean when I say Rebam cancel. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Does it it doesn't cancel Aqua Jail's animation, does it? No, no, no. No. Okay. But okay. it just I was means say, yeah, no. that would because no. that, that would make a big difference though, right? In one v ones if you could cancel yeah, out of Aqua Jail. Yeah. I don't think that I don't even think that would be too OP. I think that would be the thing that I've always heard, cool. the thing that I've always heard is like make either magical evasion or the little like uh, electric slide, like a super armor, like once every three seconds or something. And apparently that would oh, help okay. a lot. Right. Wait, how does your GM feel about you taking the Rabam fireball anyway? Actually, <laughs> you know, when I, when I first joined Black Rose, um, Sartre was very questionable of me choosing Rabam Fireball over Rabam Heal and I kind of had to explain the benefits of Rabam Fireball but I guess over the times it's kind of uh, I don't know it's got, he's asked less questions to me about it especially with my performance in Siege and Node Wars so 
Yeah, right. there's, but it's definitely. Um, I wouldn't recommend people to pick up Raban Fireball for uh, Siege and No Wars, especially at the lower AP um, points. It's just better to be less selfish and heal your teammates. Yeah. What a, that, you've been trained. Sasha's <laughs> trained, trained you well. well. Um, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so where do you where do you rank Wizard in a large scale? Is it the best class in the game, or which? Who's hmm. better for large scale? Large scale. Which, right? With large the... scale, I would actually put Witch number one. Okay. Just because they have the Voltaic with the evasion debuff. I mean, that that thing is huge. So before the update, you would have not said which one? Before the uh, before all the um, the Caspi buff on ta- Voltaic and the new Wiz Witch buffs, I would, I would have put Wizard number one. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but in my opinion, the damage buff on Yoke of Ordeal, Goro, which is Goro, and the two buffs on Voltaic just make which, especially like at all gear levels, just more useful than um, than Wizard in certain scenarios. In like some scenarios, Wizard would still be better, but I think for more majority scenarios, which I would say which being better than Wizard. Right. I wonder how many wizards in which I, I'm like intrigued by the Ravam cancel thing because it's so specific to some classes. Like Sork is so much faster when you use Shift C and Shift X versus yeah. having the skills hotbar. And I I bet there's a ton of wizards and witches that don't even know that. Yeah. So I can talk quickly about that as well um, if you want to. Like yeah, please. So some other skills you can cancel out of Ravam Fireball with is your Frigid Fog. Uh, your okay. Meteor, your Blizzard, um, what else? Your Earthquake as well. So, a lot of skills, you know, um, you can actually get out of the animation lock with your Raban Fireball. So, it's it's pretty useful. And so your if you Fireball. Catch someone, yeah. If you catch someone in a, like a stiffness with, I don't know, Earthquake, do, do you use normal Earthquake in PvP? Ever? Uh, mainly against against iframe heavy classes like Sork or Ninja or Kuno. Yeah. Right. Okay. So if you catch someone in the stiffness, you can Rebam Fireball cancel Fireball Explosion to get the knockdown after and yep. actually like combo for them. Yep. So instead of what people usually do if, if they catch, get a stiffen um, is do the Earth Response, which is a float. But the thing with float is it's less CC duration than a KD, right? So right. if you can actually catch them for KD, then you have a lot more combo potential than if you catch float. So interesting. Cool. You got you got any questions, Russ? Uh. Um. What's up, Jackie? Or you got anything you wanted to add, Jackie? Oh no, you go you go, Reznal. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say we just put up a uh, a tier list video the other day, and we ended up. <laughs> let me skip to the end of this just so you can look. So we placed Wizard in A tier alongside yep. Sork, Berserker, Musa, Ninja, Witch, and Mystic. The only class that we put above A tier was Archer and S tier. Does that sound right to you? Is there something you would change? What are your thoughts on that? And this is overall, by the way. It's just, yeah, this is including PvE, oh. small scale, and large scale kind of combined, oh, okay. like how the class as a whole is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. S S plus tier for Archer. 
Yes, plus the other. <laughs> you guys want to get Archer nerfed, don't you? No, I, I, yeah, I that's why you S plus. I I do I do not. No, 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 no. <laughs> I want everyone else to just be buffed up to S plus. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and for the um, um, for the record, Jackie, the classes we put the lowest were Tamer, Maywa, and Kuno at C tier. Tamer, Maywa, and Kuno. Yeah, tamer one. Yeah, I'm going to have I to guess, reevaluate the tamer one soon. Yeah, I don't, I don't know too much. Uh, I'm not too sure about the tamer, but I think in general on the list, yeah, I'm fine with it. I'll agree with it. Yeah. Look at that. We so, did okay. <laughs> if if you could change, like, w- what does wizard need now going forward? Like, if they're gonna, obviously they're gonna go through and touch the PVE balance of some of the other classes that are still underperforming, and then after that, I imagine they'll continue to look at wizard, which for whatever, just as they do. Um, like, is there anything it, it still needs? Like, is there anything you would change with Wizard to kind of, I don't know, either bring it up or down? Or do you feel like it's in a good spot? I, I think in general, I'm very happy with the buffs that we received. Um, we needed them for a long time because uh, we've been struggling with endgame PB, uh, PvE um, ever since the uh, big whole CC changes. But I don't want to be that guy that kind of, gotten something and once more um but if i was to say one or two additional changes that'll really um make wizard i don't know just more reliable is to make some of those changes i mentioned before to chilling wave because mm-hmm. i feel that skill fun um that skill fundamentally is broken and they need to see what they do to work that skill and apart from that, maybe just uh, make increase the animation cast speed for um, I don't know bollard bollard destruction by like maybe ten or twenty percent because the way it works right now is especially when you're casting your hundred percent the animation is so slow that people have enough time to literally just walk out of its its range uh, area effect or just instantly grab you. And not only do right. you lose a hundred percent, but you don't do any da- damage either. So yeah, yeah. What uh, what matchups do you do you do? Do you one v one or not? Not too much. I actually one v one quite a bit in history. I fight a lot of mystics. <laughs> for uh, the spot. Are you able to kill mystics? I can, unless they're three forty or three fifty DP to the point where I can't one combo them. Right. Then it's like auto loss. So, what matchups do you do well at on your wizard, and which ones are you kind of do you think kind of suck for you? Um, so, I usually fight a lot of other witch wizards, but recently I've kind of been branching out, fighting some archers, some mystics, uh, and classes like that. I feel like the 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 classes I have trouble with are really good maywas, like you know Nyashi, um, like people. Who know how to fight? So, just example is Nayashi. Uh, but I mm-hmm. fought some really good Maywas in the past, and when they understand how wizard mechanics work, and they're just able to abuse the tiniest of gaps in your super armor. Um, and apart from Maywas, I would say uh, really good Sorks and Ninjas as well uh, would be pretty difficult matchups. So those would be my three classes that I have. A lot of trouble against. I'm insulted. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, you don't do I, you. 
Are you saying you don't struggle with berserkers? I'm gonna have to put you in the dirt for that, Jackie. <laughs> Actually, against yeah, against really skilled zerkers, I do. But um, the thing is, oh shit, he could kick my ass then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't mean when I say struggling, right? What I mean is like going, uh, lose, like going, um, winning two rounds out of ten. Yeah. Right. Right. That's what I mean when I'm saying I have really a lot of trouble. Um, I feel like I can at least go somewhat even with a Zerka with a, if we're around the same gear level. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody struggles against Nayashi. That dude's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, I was going to ask, uh, this is kind of becoming tradition now, every time we have somebody on that does a lot of large-scale PvP. What are your thoughts and your feelings around uh, Protected Area? What are your thoughts on it? Would you change it if you uh, could? Honestly, a lot of people uh, complain about PA. Um, honestly, if if people feel the need to remove that skill from the game, I have which wizards the last pe- last classes to complain about it. The thing about it is it'll affect everyone else more so than us, and I feel like the protected area. The the playstyle playstyle um, of PA pushes makes the siege and node war scene a little bit more stale and linear. Um, but I I think people have just gotten so used to it that if you just immediately go around changing that skill, um, you have a pretty big impact on the scene. Yeah, so it's a difficult topic, but um, hopefully you know we can find a solution if people see it as a problem. Yeah, so let me throw a couple of suggestions that we've had on the show, like kind of tossed around before. And Frosty, you can toss any out that you liked that yep. I didn't state. Uh, I think one of the, the cooler ones was the idea that protected area, instead of being a buff that just goes on your bar and then you do whatever with it for the seven seconds, what if it actually was a protected area, like the little bubble that the animation is? You have to stand in that to have the buff instead of, you know, doing whatever, getting it, and then running off and doing whatever you're doing, you actually have to stand in that area to get the buff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see. Actually, you know, have you seen Shy? He has a skill similar to that. <laughs> yeah, it, like, blocks projectiles yeah. or something. So, it means something like that. But yeah, like something like that, but maybe bigger. I mean, for, for the case of PA, but probably well, bigger, right? Well, my, and plus, it's kind only... of different, right? Because that ability specifically blocks, like, all projectiles. Um, and this would be like, you still take damage, but it just does no damage. I'm also assuming that that circle, if you get inside of it, you'd be able to do damage just fine, but maybe that's... You can't... It blocks projectiles going in and out. I know, but what I'm saying is like, if a Zerker runs in there and just like, grabs somebody, and then just does damage like, inside of the circle, right? Yeah, so that one I'd have to test, because there's a streamer that was testing it, and he was saying that only the Shy... Um, like takes damage, and everyone else is like invulnerable or something. What? Like that. And the shy is channeling it. Yeah, I I don't know that. I I'd have to go test it myself. And the thing is, this all the skills are like it's not translated yet, so it's hard to tell what exactly it does on PTR. So I don't know. I have to look into it. But that's what I heard most recently. It could be wrong. But yeah, that sounds insane to me. So I hope it's wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess he could run in and grab the shy. Yeah, I don't know. 
But yeah, that was one of the ideas that we had a while back. I think Frosty said yeah. it. My, my only concern with that is it kind of it might potentially encourage more defensive playstyle with the shot callers, mm-hmm. which is a little bit, you know, resident sleeper because um, you want people to be aggressive and pushing and starting the fights, right? Yeah. Right. So that would be my only real concern with it. But yeah, uh, it's a good suggestion. Yeah. Another one. It feels like. Sorry, Frosty. I was going to say, it feels like they're they're beta testing ideas on it in t1 nodes right like how <laughs> yeah. in a weird way because they have like the cap so obviously like the people are just weaker in general there but what P, doesn't pa only give like 100 dp and 500 or dr and 500 or whatever like different tiers depending on the difficulty of node out there well, so the how pa functions in t1 node wars right now you mean yeah well basically if you work. have the cap you don't get anything from pa yeah. See, that's, in- that's interesting. It just doesn't work. Because it gives you DP. It gives you 999 yeah. DP, but there's a maximum on DP. So it just, because- it just doesn't do anything in Tier 1 Node Wars. Yeah. Right. Uh, on easy, right? I think it does. Doesn't no, it on, on any hard? of them. Even on oh, hard, really? maximum DP is only like 320 or something. So, I mean, if you're uh, not 320, okay. it'll bump you up to 320, but that's it. Um, another idea I think I threw out last time we talked about PA with Sphero was, uh, make it to where it gives more to people with less DP and less to people with more DP and just bring it down overall. So it's not 999. It kind of brings everybody up to maybe around like 400, 450 or something. Yeah, that, that does sound interesting and a good suggestion. It's just, um, the thing with. Um, Pearl Abyss is the more complicated you make a suggestion, the more likely they'll screw something <laughs> up. So, yeah, or just not yeah. do it. That's always like right when I hear that one, too, because in theory it's like, oh, it'd be interesting to test. And then I think, like, there's no way they're going to do something that complicated. And then the last one that I really liked, I also suggested last time, I still think it's a good idea, but it'll never fucking happen. But what if instead of increasing your defenses, it was an offensive skill that reduced the enemy's uh, offensive capabilities, like their AP? So like, oh, it, okay, like a, like a fifty right. AP reduction, right, on the enemies instead of being a nine hundred ninety nine DP increase on your end. How, like yeah, it's, he cast it, it on. He cast in the area effect when he teleport in. Right, you exactly. And it debuffs everybody around you for a, a, a good chunk of their AP. That would be interesting, but you will just need to... Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be an interesting idea. Um, yeah, it would be completely different from what PA is now, but... Uh, yeah, I can't. I, I can't see why that can't be a possible. But suggestion. if you think about it, it would still but. function kind of similarly, right? It would still drag out fights, but just not to the extent where it's like it. it people are unkillable while they're PA, right. right? I mean, theoretically, it would also make it would also make flanks way more viable because you wouldn't have yeah. to be next to a wizard or a witch to get it. Yeah. So you just have to have your wizards and witches give it to others. For it to be effective. That would be kind of cool. Maybe uh, yeah. let me write that and down and I'll get it added to the shot. Yeah, dude. So, where's Dr. Positive? Get him in touch with Cacao. <laughs> Let's shoot this uh-huh. idea out there. <laughs> I don't know. There's, and, I, yeah. I, I be, like that yeah. one a lot, honestly. Yeah, and to be honest, when looking at some of the Xbox Node Wars and Sieges, I do like the fights more when they're more like drawn out and people like um, 
fighting it out instead of as soon as your PA wears off, you're just going to get deleted in half a second. <laughs> yeah, you know? you get mm. melted. <laughs> yeah. Because three witches all with uh, 270 to 290 AP decided to Voltaic at the same time. Yeah. Yikes. Except for that Voltaic, you know that that cast speed's actually a nerf, right? Because here's the thing, if you think about it, Frosty, <laughs> that ca- if, they, if that had a longer cast time on it, it actually wouldn't have gotten blocked by PA, right? So it's actually a nerf. <laughs> Just go into war over weight if you want that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Go into war like, with 150% weight. Teleport in. And That'll yeah. work out for you. Yep. I don't think you could teleport, but you can take a CTG onto an army. Oh, actually, you know, if you're overweight, it makes your iframe longer on your teleport. Yeah. Well, you so you, oh you can teleport to a when certain you're point. It's like yeah. once you hit like yeah, 150, you can't do it anymore or something. Yeah. Once you go past that point, yeah, it's like you can't. Yeah. That's. So you can be overweight, and it'll extend all of your iframes. It's the same thing with Sork. Like you can iframe with uh, overweight as a Sork, and it'll extend your iframes, but you'll only be able to go to like 150, or maybe it's a little bit higher than that. Actually, for some reason, my brain is telling me like 170, but either way. At a certain point, you just become too heavy to use your abilities, but yeah. I don't know. Right. That's just... Uh, we we don't, we always like to play around with PA because it's such a big, like, aspect of the game, and it kind of, like, defines yeah. large-scale. So it's just interesting to throw ideas around and kind of think about, like, what it could be if we could change it, you know what I mean? Yeah, def. How's a wizard in the, at Star's End? I actually haven't tested it out, but I know people who have. Um, and they said they were getting like 269 Kudum. They were getting around about 2.5 to 3k trash loot an hour with loot scroll. So I feel like once they add the new earring into that spot, it'll t- potentially be pretty decent silver power. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because that three. What is that? If you get three, if you can pull 3k so, trash, it's what, 50 mil or 45? It's so it's the same as the history of trash. So it's like 3k, that's 45 mil. Right. Well, it's 15.5. It's a little bit more than history of trash. Oh, it's 15.5? Mm hmm. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. Oh, it's a little bit more then. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a cool spot. I did, I did two hours there with the loot scroll and I think I got. I got like twenty three hundred my first time and twenty five my second, and yeah, I literally didn't get anything else. <laughs> that was the thing. The, yeah, the the red drops there are a little bit bland right now. I did. Yeah, uh, I want those crystals. I did about so twenty bad. minutes there during the DDoS attacks. Yeah. Lagged out. Lost my home crystal. What oh, up, it's your boy. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. no! I I actually ended up dying two times. Like I actually ended up dying and losing two. Hand home crystals, but I got them back through a ticket. Yeah, of the I, I did attacks. as well. But I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me, dude?" <laughs> yeah, still not. They're a, still uh, not as hard as Sicrea, though. No, that place no. is fucking holy shit. That's my worst S- nightmare grinding down there. <laughs> yeah, Sicrea is rough, but it's funny because I just I started playing Tamer and Mystic down there. It was hard at first, and then I got some DP upgrades, so I was like 342 with Kudum, and it was fine with the new um, with the new elixir, or rather the new draft and everything. Like just the HP recovery was fine, but on Tamer, it's like my heart is pounding 
the whole time I'm grinding there. Even at 342 DP, I just get hit so hard. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's nuts. And I'm not it's even so like sweaty. an evasion. I'm I'm not even evasion. I'm like DR build. So it's supposed to be like nice for PvE, but no, I just get clapped down there. <laughs> but I love that spot. The way the mobs aggro there is so good. There's so many mobs, it's so dense, and yeah. they just constantly come to you and they don't they don't take forever to like go to a location and come back. They move really quickly. So Yeah, it's not it's not like Hisro Ackman in terms of the pulling the mobs together. It's more like uh, Feather Wolves, if you can imagine that. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Yeah, it's a lot like Feather Wolves. And for whatever reason, yeah, like how Feather Wolves, when they, uh, when they aggro to you, even if you can't hit all of them, they still like come near you, which is kind of cool. Frosty, yeah. you excited for, uh, you got to gear up for the Ash Forest spot, brother. 300 AP, 400 DP, easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go there with a, uh, po- a pocket shy healing me. <laughs> That's a party grind spot, right? They did not say yeah, so, either way. <laughs> well, they said it. They did mention it, kind of, but they were like not specific about it. It was weird. They said that it's a place they want you to go with a friend to explore because the mobs are so hard. It wasn't uh, like specific. So no, they were vague. Yeah, I'm gonna go duo grind it with Rezlar. Rezlar, can you tank for me? Yeah, dude, I'll tank with my 301. What up? <laughs> Dude, yeah, that is that's scary, man. There is so much new stuff coming out. So, Jack, do you do you do life skilling at all, or are you just grind slash PvP? Um, the only life skilling I do is fishing and farming because I work a full time job. I work like five days a week, fifty hours, like fifty sixty hours. You know, the only when I'm my active time is just literally grinding history or doing some PvP right now. So. I, yep. Fishing is not a life skill. You need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is literally like you come back and you've made three million silver. Now, where do you fish? Yeah, it's like nothing. Do you have a good spot? Or no? Sorry? Do you have a good spot? Where do you go? For fishing? So, yeah. Um. What's that? Uh, tooth Fairy. Yeah. Oh, Tooth Fairy. And fishing, I, does Manos affect fishing at all? Fishing needs a buff. You got like nothing fishing. So <laughs> Manos life skills? Yeah. When that comes out, yeah, that there'll be fishing for that. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll Hopefully, be fun. Yeah, it doesn't fill your inventory up faster because that, because, yeah. Just catch rarer fish. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Um, I think we're done with the witch wizard stuff, right? And we're done with Switch Wizard stuff, unless you got anything to add, Jackie? Yeah, I think think that's about it. We've been talking for like almost like 50 minutes now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been been 50-ish, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to say my farewell here, and I hope you guys like learned something useful in the podcast. For sure, man. Tell tell the audience where to find you, man. Plug your shit. Uh, Oh, I just... Um, I stream um, on Twitch, Jackie Felix, and also have a YouTube as well. But yeah, that's that's where you can find me. And thank you so much, Resla and Frosty, for having me on the podcast. And I'll definitely check it out after it's live. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. One one last farewell question: Is Black Rose officially stronger than Snake now? Oof. Uh, <laughs> I, I I I don't. I think 
Snake is still stronger open field. <gasps> you're getting kicked. But no, you're getting moved to Apprentice. <laughs> Dude, you better watch no out. One tells right? someone, okay, someone no one tells Sasha. Someone told me a while back that Sasha watches these. You better watch out, brother. Dude, I'm sure I'll get some DMs, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackie. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. All right, peace out. Thank you. Bye. Alrighty, so as we said, we're gonna do the comments now. He had to go do some stuff. He couldn't stay for the whole thing, unfortunately. Uh, Frosty, do we want to do value pack comments or tier list comments first? Because um, we're gonna do both. Let's start with the value pack because it's been a while, and they need their uh their comments answered, and then we can do the uh the tier list stuff. All right, sounds good to me. Oh, jeez, my elbows just popped out. Uh, okay, uh, sorting by new, so Kamikaze says, just a point, this is on the, uh, value pack for everybody that uh, wasn't paying attention, just a point I want to make, support all of us anti-vacuumers out there, at this current meta with the CCs the way they are, vacuum is the worst CC to get hit by, Valk vacuum has sometimes the range of a cruise missile, it feels, both in radius for pull-in, but also the distance Valk can cast it from. Uh, but it has a clear animation that is possible to dodge it without having a teleporting iframe. Still should count as a CC. It also pulls people in, uh, for instance, in block jump for Ninja Kuno. So even that iframe isn't spared by the vacuum. Mystic's vacuum is by far the worst. Uh, fast, almost possible to see slash react to in a fight with more than two participants. And together with the general mysticness of slows and other stupid things, I hate that we haven't gotten the only one slow applied fix from KR makes mystic problematic. If vacuum stays the way it is now, they should at least make it so the indicator is a bit more visible to the cluster fudge of large-scale fights and make it so super armor stops you from being pulled. You still take whatever damage, but you will not be pulled. Or just make it count as a CC and stop mystics from perma-CCing you. Also, why Witch Wiz used as example to be the counterpart to Mystic's grind speed. There are a lot of classes that grind slower than Witch Wiz. Just a little thing I found a wee bit annoying, just my thoughts. Also, what's your thoughts on Bassy slash Voltara Belt versus Orkinrad <laughs> at win 261 AP? Oh man, a lot to unpack here. Alright, let's see. I'm going to try to go backwards. <laughs> Bassy versus Volterra. Versus Orkin Red? Bassy slash Voltara versus Orkin Red, yeah. So basically AP versus hybrid. Uh when at 261 yeah, I, AP. I mean if you're going full evasion, Orkin Red's great. If you're not, Volterra's better than Bassy, it's just more ex expensive. I I personally think you're better off waiting to get a Volterra belt so you don't have to upgrade it again later. Uh as far as the the vacuum stuff, I do like the idea of a better indicator. Um, because there's definitely times where people don't know or whatever. If there's some sort of visual indication or sound effect or something to go with vacuums, I actually feel like this about quite a few CCs. It would be nice to have a little bit more of an indication. Um, yeah. Yeah, again, like, the 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 qualifiers you use, when you when you say stuff like, perma cc like that's not a thing so it doesn't unless really you're apply. unless like, you're, you're being you're... hit by a ranger <laughs> yeah well even then it's still like a chance right and they have to execute it perfectly and you're not gonna do that in large scale like you're, you're not perma cc like it's it's over the course of a fight it's actually only a few seconds but the again i, I mean my my stance is this if you're gonna make it cc 
count as the CC limit, then make it actually CC. You shouldn't be allowed to use skills. The, I, the, I stand firm with that. Um, and then the Valkyn works a little bit different because it's it's kind of instant. But I, don't, I I just I think it's more annoying than strong. That's my thing. I I really think it frustrates people a lot more than it should, just because how it works is can irritate people. But I don't know, man. Uh, I played a lot of other classes besides Mystic, and even as a Mystic, you still have to deal with Valkyrie and Mystic vacuums, and it's just never bothered me not not even a little bit. Um, Nom Noms of Fatty Kitty says, "What Zerker is complaining right now? That was awesome. Love the podcast. And as a wizard main, re more OP. PA loves Witch and Wizard." <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk. Uh, respond. He made a comment about Wizard Witch, and that the last commenter. Okay. Um, there are definitely classes that struggle in PVE. Uh, Kuno Ninja, especially at high end grind spots, aren't great, and. Uh, I think there's areas where Tamer is questionable, Striker, obviously. And these a lot of these we're going to be going over because over the next few weeks, they're I'm like 100% sure they're going to buff most, if not all, the classes. So yeah, you're definitely right. And I, that can be annoying if you feel like your class isn't being discussed. Um, it's just Wizard Witch is so popular right now, and they, they cry a lot about it. So it's just at the forefront of our minds, <laughs> I think, when we discuss it. But you're right. There are definitely other classes that struggle in high-end spots. So, uh, Jeff M says, holy crap, please give my Tamer a PvE buff. I don't think people know how small our attack range is, and it can be a bitch in PvE at times. I agree with both on the PvE topic. I think all should be viable, but I think some should be better than others. Maybe not 25%. Everyone should be like Tamer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I'm I'm down with the uh the AoE increase on on tamer skills like a little bit. Even if it's just for AoE like so it matches something like a a Maywa. I think there's a point where maybe the I don't know. The CCs might be too OP if the range is too far. But a little bit of a range increase outward would be kind of nice for grinding specifically. I don't know if there's a way to do it, but yeah. And just maybe if the damage applied at further range but not the cc but then it just it'd make tamer even harder class to learn i don't know and just reduce the uh aoe size of the tamer ult for everybody in large scale thanks um or or buff it <laughs> kamikaze also says i just want to know your thoughts on how striker pve is at the moment how do they perform on the new higher in-game spots uh not well not well. Not well. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 hanging out down there with the Kunos in the battle arena. Their damage. The issue with Striker is their damage is all front loaded, right? It's all burst, and they have pretty like decently sized cooldowns. So like once their burst is on cooldown, they kind of just like do nothing. Like or they don't do nothing, right. but the abilities <clears throat> that they have to fill in the gaps with do significantly less damage than other classes. Like, as a Berserker, part of the reason Berserker is so good in PvE is because we have so many abilities that are good in PvE. Yeah, our cooldowns are a little long, but we always have something else that we can rotate to, and Striker just kind of doesn't have that. It's kind of the right. same thing with Mystic. The fill- Well, the filler skill... Well, the reason why Mystic is so good is because the filler skills do damage. Right. When I, when I transfer from one side of a pack to the other with Spiral Torpedo, it does a ton of damage. When I switch from awakening to pre-awakening to use 
uh, Elbow's Edge, Thunder Pound, Roaring Tiger, it all does a ton of damage. Um, and Striker's going to get that, actually, this patch. Um, there's been some tests on the PTR. Korea got the update this past week. Um, two weeks ago, it was on Global Lab, but Striker's definitely going to get a lot better at the high-end spots. They have a, a lot of damage buffs. It's very similar to the Wizwitch where they actually change quite a few things. And I think in PvE, it'll make a, a pretty significant difference. Um, Akim07 says, I'm not sure why witches need a minus 15% magic evasion debuff on their at least plus 20% accuracy skills. I would have loved if PA had the idea to put a minus 15% melee evasion debuff on those skills because you know that way the witchards would not buff other witchards in a fight. But a lot of other classes in the ideal siege class composition would not be a hundred witchards uh, buffing each other with PA heals and magic evasion debuffs now as well. I still find the word witchards funny. Witchards. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, you'll be happy to know it's not a, a magical evasion debuff. It's an all evasion debuff. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's weird on Voltaic. I, I do like the idea of, like, if it was melee skill, uh, a melee evasion debuff, that would be kind of interesting because then it would be, like, the witch and or wizard or whatever is helping. I don't know. The melee classes? Yeah, that's his point. Yeah. That's why he said, like, I think he knows that it's an all evasion, but his point is, like, they don't need a magic evasion debuff because witches and wizards are already so strong in large scale. Like right. the idea the, would the be to is, make it a melee only so that yeah. it helps out the melee classes. Yeah. And that idea is cool. I think just the, the issue is then it wouldn't really affect them in PVE, which like was the main reason for the change. Yeah. Which is one of the big reasons they got the change. Yeah. Uh, I'm Piotr. Were you going to say something? No, 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 I was going to say, I, I guess they could add, you know, the parentheses that say PvE only, but I, I don't hate the evasion debuff as a whole for PvP either. I just don't like it on that specific skill, on that specific class. <laughs> That's all. Piotr says, okay, this episode, Frosty smells bad from that long seven tonguey grind. Yikes. Sure, I smell like fish. <laughs> He says, I usually say this with the striker versus mystic versus archer debate. If you get to an archer, they die fast. Nowhere near as oppressive as the gauntlets versus mages before their nerfs. You could get a full combo on a gauntlet as a mage and they would pot through it. I forgot that in my comment in the last video. Make it so that you can cancel aqua jail with teleport or magic evasion. That's the only buff they need to give it in my eyes. Maybe faster cast. There's a reason it's called the toilet bowl. Suck is a terrible idea though, bad for the game, remove all sucks. Also, why can't you iframe out of a suck? I know you can iframe before the suck, but you can't get out of it once you're in it with an iframe, that's shit. Also, mages will always complain, it's their thing, next is 1v1s until they are great at everything. Look at the comment thread with small dick stole your girl, I feel like 1v1 witch and wizard is bottom of the barrel is a silly statement. The people that are best at the class should be proof of how the class is, not the general quote unquote average player. The average player isn't that great. People like Poho, Zilm, and Victor should be the distinction, not the baddies. Just my opinion, though. Hashtag Dildo Dragon for best mystic in a frosty, please. Yikes. Um, I, I just have to say, like, I don't want to get into it because Piotr and I go back and forth and we actually 
have we had a big old long debate about Archer the other day in text, but I'm just gonna say I think like you know how you always say I'm traumatized by Brizietti's Zerker. I, I you, think you Piotr, <laughs> I think Piotr, if he was a mage before, I maybe he was traumatized, right? I think he played striker before. I don't I don't know. It sure with the qualification that Mage did that, um like Mage against Striker Mystic, it was a nightmare, right? In the in the olden days. And that was definitely extremely oppressive. But I, I still think Archer is just as oppressive. And for classes like so you had the if they caught you, you couldn't one combo them down, right? But they could catch you. And for a lot of people, getting to an archer is way more of a nightmare than the fact that when you keep CCing strikers and mystics, they don't die in just one combo. It takes two. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, Piotr uh, also commented, also last thing, and Rez is going to hate me for this, he described Archer the way I describe Zerker. Archer is better at PvE and Zerker is better at 1v1s, but all points stand very similar. This question is for Frosty. What area does Zerker suck at? Damn, it feels good to be an Archer today. <laughs> uh... I mean, it's. I don't think it actually sucks at anything. No, it doesn't. But it, but it's not S at anything. Either. Yeah, no, it isn't. <laughs> and that's it, basically, right? So, Archer is better at PvE, Zerker is better at 1v1s. That's something I can agree with, except you also forgot to mention that Archer is better at large scale, even if only slightly. And the fact that PvE and large scale are weighted way more heavily than 1v1s in terms of, like, general... Like, what you would consider whenever you're determining the strength of a class. 1v1s just aren't as important as large-scale in PvE. So, yeah, Zerker doesn't suck at anything, but Archer does all of the more important things better than Zerker. So that's why it's higher in, like, there was a, a tier list. One of our mutual friends, Cine, had a suggestion about... God, what was it? I think it was, like, moving... I don't remember. It, it was kind of, it was like a really subtle change that I thought was kind of cool. And I think Piotr didn't completely hate the idea either. Cause I'm not, I don't, I don't want a major nerf to the archers still. Like maybe if in, in four months from now, if everyone still feels the same way about archers, then obviously like something's got to give. But, you know, I, I'm patient. I think it's, it's okay for now. Uh, Zex Zero says, so instead of grinding for 20 minutes in Sicrea and putting it on a loop to at least give context as to what Frosty was talking about, you instead choose to play your Silver League of Legends game in the BDO <laughs> podcast. Please stop doing this. The sooner you get over this meme, the better it will be for all of us, Reslar. First of all, bold of you to assume that I'm that high of a rank in League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I asked the Discord whether they gave a shit or not, and out of everybody who responded, the general consensus was no, we don't give a fuck as long as you're talking about BDO. Uh, I do see in that particular instance, though, like if we're talking about a specific like aspect of the game that uh, visual aids would be very like helpful to understand like what we're talking about, I do agree with you. Uh, but uh, apparently Frosty has been talking to people and people have been complaining about it, so... I don't know. Join the Discord, because that's where I'm going to ask people their opinions on things before we change things. That's pretty much all I got to say about that. Um, yeah, we'll, do a, we'll, we'll do more BDO stuff. Yeah, we are. But join the Discord. <laughs> Nom Nom's Freddy Kitty says, Hey, quick, how much does level matter after 61 for PvP, or is it all gear at that point? How much? What? 
How much does level matter after 61 for PvP, or is it all gear oh. at that point? It doesn't matter that much at all, honestly. For PvP, I don't at all. Yeah. I've never run into someone and couldn't kill them because of their level. They were either better than me, or I was better than uh, Austin. Or, or they were an archer, I'm kidding. <laughs> Austin Lassiter <laughs> says, The only way I found to cancel all stuns slash putting weapons away out of V escape is to fall off a ledge the millisecond V ends. The falling animation will cancel all stuns slash freezes from V, and you will instantly be able to use skills. It even skips the falling animation. Timing this is very difficult, but it does work. You sort of just appear on the ground ready to use skills instantly. Yeah, I'm just going to keep trumpeting this. Um, emergency escape V needs to just always work if it's on cooldown, no matter what is happening. If you're CC'd, if you're knocked down, if you're grappled, no matter what, it should just work. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. It's like the one CC break you have. It's your one oh shit button. You can't use it again for five minutes, so you have to use it wisely. But sometimes you just can't do it because of literally chance or happenstance. It's silly. Uh, Supermaxter33 says, I agree with Reslar on which was a PvE bus. Their time is past. If they want solo money, they can go see Monster Hunt or Life Skill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was a bit of a meme, but I mean, the truth is, is like, I do firmly believe that someone that's so oppressive in large scale, like if they're weaker at 1v1 and weaker at PvE, I, I'd, I'd see no issue with it whatsoever. There is uh, that part is true. Honestly, I don't understand. Like, uh, what's his name said earlier? Kamikaze. I don't understand the idea that everyone has to be good at everything. And I have a feeling like, you know, call me tinfoil. I'm putting on my tinfoil hat, but I do have a feeling that once everything is equalized in a PVE, what's going to be next? It's going to be 1v1s because witch and wizards cry the most. I mean, honestly, they just... Well, that's already happening. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, bu they're buffing uh, wizard witch inadvertently by nerfing all the other classes like here and there. Like the crouching wolf nerf and stuff like that. Like all those like over time will affect wizard witch. I think I mean, I, I still am with, like, I do, I get the idea, and I, I'm not too opposed to the idea of, like, if you're great in large scale, bad at 1v1s or whatever. I, I just think for PvE, not even everyone PvPs in the game. So the fact that, like, like if I play a wizard... Uh, are we taking into myself, account casuals now, Frosty? Yeah, I mean, because there's even hardcore people that play that don't really PvP, and I don't think there's any reason why I should take them longer to progress in the game because they chose a class that happens to be good in large scale. That's my only thing. Uh, and Perlibus agrees with me. They said they're going to try <laughs> to get everyone up in PvE specifically, so... Yeah, you can hate on them for one-on-ones. Don't let them be good in 1v1s. Let them be oppressed in 1v1s. It's fine. Uh, Pop Alicia says, Lon, that's all I have to say. Also, really enjoy this podcast. Actually, don't ever really listen to podcasts, but this was refreshing. Anyways, Lon needs buffs that will improve our large-scale PvP, which will inherently break us in small-scale PvP. But still, we need something at least, much like Valks. But as you said about Tamers, Lon has a small community, and we don't really complain TBH, but buffing OP classes already, though which starts aren't are actually food for lawns he says uh it's still a slap in the yeah. face to actual classes that need work lol i i'm like <clears throat> i i'm i'm <sighs> the land stumps me 
Landlon. I'm going to always say Lan. I apologize. Landlon. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it stumps me more than any other class. I, I cannot think of how, because it's so good at the other stuff, I can't think of how you would buff it in large scale. I'm not, like, I want to. I'm, I'm totally for it. I just don't know what it would be. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like the idea of maybe, like, some skills like so you know how i don't know if you know how tiger blade works on musa mewa but tiger blade is like a buff or a, it, it kind of alters your skills for a 30 second period of time and it has a, a kind of long cooldown um but it makes it so you can only use a limited set of skills so i was thinking what if there was something like that on the land where if you pop it it lasts for 20 seconds maybe it's a, a 60 second cooldown but if you pop it, it lasts for 20 seconds. And during that 20 seconds, the land can't, outside of grapple, you can't CC anybody. But you have super armor and a little bit of damage reduction when you use those skills. That'd be kind of cool. To kind of help out just specifically for large skill. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of neat. That would be kind of neat, actually. That'd be interesting. Um, But that would, I don't know. I feel like. The better thing to do just for everybody is to not revert the CC changes, but like what I said originally when they came out with the CC changes, like, and I think you agreed with me way back in the day when we first talked about it, like allow people to pick and choose what they want protection and what they want CC on. So like, that would be fun. Person yeah. like ancient wave, right? You could say like, okay, ancient wave, you can either have the knockdown on it. Or you can have super armor on it and you basically pick and you can only have a max of like, I don't know, like three or four CCs in your awakening kit. So that way, like not only does it allow people to build their characters like certain ways that they enjoy around the abilities that they enjoy. It'll also make everybody collectively a lot better because you won't have wizards taking like fucking super armor on goddamn toilet bowl. <laughs> They'll put frontal guard back on hellfire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. just, that's what no, I I've think. Always and that, I've that, always liked that idea. That would also help, like, with classes like Lawn, you know? Because now they can be like, oh, these abilities would be, like, super useful in large scale if only they had, like, protection, you know? And it's like, now they can do it, you know? See, I, I actually don't, again, this is why Lawn's one of those things that is complex. It's not their, their protection is not the problem. It's like, like a combination of the long animations with even the ones with super armor you die during even if you're not cc'd like they're like too squishy to really like sit in there and contribute to a large scale fight in any meaningful way because hmm. they used to have like before the cc changes granted like we didn't get to experience it but i don't know if you remember back when the it came out in korea it was getting buffed like every other week yeah. Before the CC changes, even when it had a ton of protection and it still was like underperforming. So I don't, it's just like one of those weird, I mean, it's going to permanently be flex unless something changes. So, and it's okay <laughs> at flex. It does, it does an all right job at that. It's just like, uh, everyone I, is think you, I think you mean flame tower duty. Uh, yeah, flex, flex tower, flexibly <laughs> hopping in and out of the flame tower. Occasionally the watcher. Uh, Christian Kaltwasser says, all memes aside, the only way I can justify the wizard in Witch Boss is if the in-game content continues to switch towards PvE. 
Siege and Wars being the only in-game content we've had for majority of the game, you have to understand this class already holds a huge position in its role. Maybe I feel like that because I played Mayo on Tamer, hopefully in part they can buff other classes, large scale potential, good shit though, keep it coming, it's your boy Young Rich, and Reslar put some BDO content in the background, man. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I can see that, that point, and as, as Rich knows, I, Rich is a good friend of ours, but, um, they're adding some new stuff that might make things interesting, and we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam Punton says, Archer main since they launched, Frosty knows balance, PA higher win. Love the podcast, and I recommend it to my BDO friends. Appreciate it, man. Dude, that's a high compliment. Everyone on Reddit disagrees with you. <laughs> uh, Nayashi says, can we get an F in the chat for evasion builds? LOL, I agree with Reslar. May Maywall has two PvE sucks. They should work in PvP and also turn people around for back attacks. XD. <laughs> <laughs> the knock on the door. Lol. Reslar getting swatted right after talk about Tamer. FBI open up. And I'm going to have to disagree with Frosty. PvE is PvP too. You're competing to get more gear, skill points for skill ranks, and levels than your opponent. Remember when 61, 62, and 63 was when you got all your max ranks and not 60? That's a feature to demonstrate class strength. Being able to outlevel your opponent and get higher rank skills gives you uh gives you another advantage over another. Uh, grinding it faster means more silver per hour, which translates to strength. Yes, you could say, well, if everyone is already at max level and skill ranks, then it doesn't matter anymore. But that's not what an MMO is all about. Although they nerfed this aspect to shit when they shrank EXP requirements, and all max ranks are at sixty now. So it might be a pointless argument for this state of the game. It's just a concept in general, you know. I agree, actually, with the entire second half of that. I just don't agree with the... Like, if... Alright, so let's say everyone is equal in PvE as far as like how efficient they are when you actually learn your class, learn the skill rotations and whatever. Then wouldn't the strength and you showing off your strength and how much better you are be shown by, oh, hey, I grinded harder and... and grinded longer and just worked on my character for a longer time not necessarily like oh the game decided i'm just gonna be slower before i started that'd be a, a nice show of strength still i think maybe <laughs> also uh, yeah don't resler talking about tamer is definitely a red flag wait hey hold up yeah uh, we got we got a whole topic about a lolly later on so i hope <laughs> it's not that big of an issue um reno rhino still don't know how to say that I'm fine with Witch Wiz getting some PvE love, it's different from PvP. I don't believe just because a class is good in PvP it should be bad in PvE. Different types of PvP can be different from class to class, like Witch Wiz is good at large scale, not as good at small scale, and somewhat bad parentheses is super hard in 1v1. But I agree that PvE should be the same for every class, if not very close with each other. Of course there will be classes that just fits, uh, fit grinding certain spots like Musa at Manchons, but I feel every class should be able to, to be competitive at the end game and grind spots. So if you are a solo player that don't really want to PvP, you can still do something fun at the quote-unquote end game if you enjoy one of those classes that isn't currently very good at those spots. I do feel the negative evasion buff may have just been a PvE buff, so it's not a PvP buff because I don't think they needed that, but it sure makes them viable at Histria. Hopefully it makes sense. Once again, great podcast. Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> Actually, 
No, I, I agree. And well, I, the evasion buff is definitely a PvE, uh, PvP buff as well. Yeah, it definitely no question. is. <laughs> um, well, all right, Reza, let me throw this at you with the, the PvE thing. What if instead of like you're just bad at PvE in general, every like class has its area where it's good? Like, for example, Archer, or let's just say like Valk, Warrior, and Lan, I'm just throwing out random, are super good at Secrea Ruin. But then like Mystic, Striker, and Maywa are really good at History. Is that more fair or they just should be bad everywhere uh listen i first of all you're talking to the wrong person i hate the pv in this game um what? it's the most fun slash hack and slash dude. it is not it is so mindlessly boring the only time i can pv is if i have some shit to watch on my other monitor or if i'm hanging out with friends which is pretty much 90 percent of this population nobody actually enjoys grinding that nobody just stares at their screen running in circles grinding for hours at a time without either talking with other people or watching some other shit um so i don't I do. like pve and shut the fuck up no you don't i do in the morning <laughs> you I'll, sit in I'll, discord dude, literally 24 7 I, I do because i really enjoy discord but no matter what <laughs> game i'm playing i'd be doing that why wouldn't i be doing that um i don't i i don't mind the idea that everybody should be good at pve my biggest question is why did they start with Witch and Wizard? That's my biggest issue. I just it's think not, it's it, the most popular. It's not because really it's not because it's the worst at PVE because it's not. It's because they cry the most. And so if we're <laughs> going to start getting into this habit of giving people what they want just because they're whiny little babies, then like I said earlier, I'm putting on my tinfoil hat again. What's going to be next? It's going to be 1v1s. I'm telling you. That's my issue with it. They're setting a precedent of giving people what they want just for crying. And I don't like that. That's bad. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't like the idea of that. I don't like the idea of these people are crying a bunch, so how do we make them happy and make them buy more pearls? Oh, we'll just fucking buff them in this regard that they're crying about. Because, obviously, they know best. Like, no, they don't. I'm sorry. I, ho I hope your son is not listening to this episode. <laughs> it's like, that, it, that's the, my bigger issue with it. I have less of an issue with the idea that everybody should be good at PvE. Like, that's fine. I can, I can, I may not agree with that, but I can understand that. And that's a fairly reasonable position to take. I don't like the precedent that they're setting of giving people what they want just for crying. Uh, that's, that's yeah. my bigger that's, issue with it. Um, that's fair. Um, they are going to buff everyone though. Yeah. I'm pretty sure every single week we're going to see a list of buffs to everybody. Yeah, Zerker Fifth Grab for a while. Uh, Venu Venkat uh. says, Wait, I just realized the reason Pearl Abyss loves Witch and Wizard. PA equals Pearl Abyss and also PA equals Protected Area. X Files theme song. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Scrab, Scrab says, Lamal needing to use Heavy Bowgun to beat Behemoth, Keck, dabs, and hangs himself. I never beat Behemoth. Still have yet to do it. We got distracted by Kulve Teroth, and uh, now we've been playing other games. We played uh, a lot of Death Garden. That game's really fun. If you ever played Dead by Daylight, but you just felt like Dead by Daylight was a little like annoying, I suggest checking out Death Garden. Super fun. Uh, might be in the background of this video. I'm just getting frosty. <laughs> uh, how much? How much in Death Garden? Because it sounded interesting. How much silver power do you make playing that? Yeah. Well, if you're fishing, <laughs> <laughs> the three mil, oh, nice. Yeah, three mil over eight hours. Uh, 
Yeah, it's pretty fun though. It's a pretty cool game. Um, Lost Souls. The Witch Wiz buffs are kind of stupid. They are already a good class all around from <laughs> PvP to PvE. Why not buff? Well, you already see where this is going. <laughs> Why not buff other classes that struggle with PvE and then two two uh, lines down? Like give Ninja more damage to mobs, of course. <laughs> I think it's going to happen, Lost Souls, honestly. Yeah. Ninja, I'm pretty sure Ninja and Kuna are definitely going to... Uh, that is contradictory sentence, but I, I feel very confident saying Ninja and Kuna are going to get PvE buffs eventually. Like, within the next four to eight weeks, it'll it'll happen. Yeah, it's quite likely. Um, This is also the comment thread that an earlier person talked about, about complaining about 1v1s. Uh, Small Dick Stole Your Girl said they do struggle with PvE. Their endgame grind is pretty bad. I agree. Other classes like Striker need better PvE as well. Later on down the line, he also says Witch and Wiz 1v1 is bottom of the barrel. Uh, someone else says there are a number of people in A that would prove you wrong. He says that's just a stupid thing to say because you can find a good Witch Wizard. I can find a good Warrior Tamer Ninja Sork, etc, etc that will still beat them. But And that's kind of the I That's kind of I don't mean to pick on small dick stole your girl, but that kind of showcases exactly what I'm talking about. Why are you even crying that 1v1 Witch and Wizard is bad? It should be. There is literally nobody, there is not another class, not even Archer, that is nearly as strong as you in large scale. So if you're bad at 1v1, like, sorry, that's just how it's going to go. That's the trade-off for it. And, like, if we want to talk about other classes like Berserker and Archer that are, like, pretty good at all aspects of PvP, that's fine. Like, maybe they should be nerfed in certain areas. I've said forever that you can nerf Berserker's large-scale potential and I'd be fine with it because I don't believe that every class should be good at everything. But the, Remove four grabs when? Remove four grabs when. Uh, like, that. this is exactly what I'm talking about. The fact that Witch and Wizard is bad at 1v1, or like the, an earlier commenter said, parentheses, very hard. Like, that is not, I, I, I'm sorry, that's not a viable complaint. Not when you're literally the most dominant class in large scale, which is by far, like, light years more important than fucking 1v1 as well. I just don't, no, I just don't care. I'm sorry. I just don't. I, yeah. I think they're, uh, I also, I don't, I mean, I, I'm not really with you on that either. Although, like, I can at least concede that I'd live with it if that is how PA felt about it. Like, if you're good at large, so you don't need to be good at 1v1s. Um, for me, the PV, as long as you're good at some aspect of PVE and PVP, then it's fine. But I also, I don't think Wiz, which is that i mean i know it's hard in 1v1 but man when you fight a good wizard or witch it's like it's not easy I, it, for a lot of classes yeah i mean it's, it's like, actually kind of a hard matchup for a lot of people yeah that's like i mean that's the thing right it's you can say that witch and wizard is just bad because it is you know if you want to put it in those terms, the worst 1v1 class in the game. But really, it's not like it's incapable of being good. It's just that you have to be a really good player to perform really well at it. I remember fighting a guy named uh, Shiomizu on his wizard when I was playing Warrior, and he was actually running circles around me because he was just insane at his rotation, at staying safe, at catching people. Dude was insane at 1v1s. That's like all he did. Uh, another guy that was in the guild with me in Frosty a while back can quest this kind of the same way. 
like dude's a wizard but he's beaten a ton of people on wizard in 1v1s because he's he he's good and he just knows how to do it so yeah, he's he i don't know nowadays but back in the day before the cc changes he was so good he was like embarrassing strikers and he wasn't even geared <laughs> He was. Do you remember Punch Guy? Like, oh no, I don't think I don't think you got to meet. No, I don't really. think Punch Guy was yeah. in the guild when we joined. <clears throat> but yeah, he would like kill Punch. Punch Guy was like top fragging all the time and one v one constantly. And then Conquestus came along and was like, "Oh no, yeah, I could beat him." <laughs> um, moving on to the tier list video. Thanks for everybody who left a uh, comment on the podcast episode. Make sure you leave one on this one as well. Uh, tier list video, Reno, Rhino, whatever your name is, sorry. You gotta tell me how to say that, brother. Uh, about the Tamer conversation, yes, Tamer can do stuff with ult, but gotta know that just having ult is enough. When you fight guilds with gear, you need to use Tamer Absorb before you ult. It's not a horrible class for large scale, because you can ult and then go flex, but then you're not really doing large scale, large scale if you do flexing by small scaling in a siege. So I would say that whenever you don't have ult plus absorb, tamer is straight garbage in large scale. Unless fighting guilds with normal DP, then maybe you can make things work by just blasting people with one or two skills and getting away. Low end spots are quote unquote fine for tamer. Mid tier are a bit rough and game is fine. Uh yeah, I agree. I mean I, I think like I don't I don't know. I don't know what to make of ults because it, it's seemingly like becoming more and more important that someone's ult is good and that like seems to be their like that's all they are in large scale. It's like, oh but your ult's good, you're good in large scale, you know? And I, I just don't know how to feel about that really. I don't really love that premise <laughs> too mm -hmm. much myself. Cause the tamer ult is really good. Actually like I don't know, yesterday was my first siege on Tamer, and I, I was really, really nervous going in because I was like, dude, I'm going to play, this, this is going to be awful. <laughs> like, I'm like, three days on the class, I haven't really got to PvP too much because I had to get skill points. I only had like 1,600, and Tamer needs a billion. Um, so I just, it's going to be rough. And then I went in, and it started off really rough, and I ended up like, actually doing pretty well. I was like 56 and 26. Um, and I would say about 20, maybe 24, 25 of the kills were from alt and I was getting fed alt by someone. Um, <laughs> thank you, Ham, for that, by the way, honorable mention. Good job, Ham. Uh, but I don't know. It's like weird like that. I don't think that that makes it like great in large scale. Also, it's like such a gamble. There were definitely plenty of times where I went and ulted and then just got grappled, CC'd or someone else happened to ult at the same time and killed me. <laughs> like that actually happened a few times where I start my ult and I'm like, I don't even see the animation come out and I die. And I'm like, ah, yeah, there goes my hundred. And yeah, you need the you need the pet absorption, which is a five and a half minute cooldown. Um for it to do anything so yeah it's just it's one of those things i i don't know it's tough it's tough to gauge i don't think tamer i i might have to change like if we go back and do a video again in a month or two or whatever I'm, i might have to change my feeling on tamer a little bit especially if they get any pve any buffs. buffs in yeah. pve yeah uh adrian valco says at 520 which four classes i went back to 520 don't know what he's talking about think he may have linked the wrong timestamp. sorry about that brother 
Uh, Kamikaze says, Ninja and Striker Mystic cannot and will not ever be in the same quote-unquote tier in large scale. So to put Ninja above Striker in large scale makes me laugh. Love the cast, though. You both make great points on most of your placements, and I like that you don't always agree. Unfortunately, at this time in the meta, large scale is simply Witch, Wiz, Archer, Zerker, and Main, rest of classes in Flex, and in Flex, most classes don't work to their full potential. So yeah, how they can fix this, I don't know. Large scale is stale at the moment. It's in a weird place, for sure. Also, that the timestamp, I went and double-checked it. That was... Uh when you were getting ranked up from iron to silver in league what yeah that if you go back you're, the you're on the you're wrong <laughs> you're on the wrong video brother <gasps> i know it was a joke <laughs> yeah. what the hell um put ninja above striker in large scale makes me laugh uh i don't know i can ninja see above it. striker i can see the argument at least i mean Strikers because ninjas, got... typically speaking, don't have to deal with the ball. Strikers do. So I can see it, the argument. I don't know. Doan's hard. I mean, it's a weird... They definitely play... I mean, they play different roles, but... Yeah. The, the problem is, is ninja's good at its intended role, and striker <laughs> right now is not to me, so... Yeah. Um... Like, striker can't hop into flex. That's the one thing. Is like, okay, ninja's not good in a ball. Well, at least, like, I can actually do, get real work done. What are you going to do... Let's just say I'm sitting at my base, <laughs> and I, and a striker comes by himself to stop rebuilds. Like, come on, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's well, not gonna happen. If it's invincible, then he'll annoy you for yeah, a while. It just it just alts, dude. <laughs> Every three minutes, it takes out a supply depot. Uh, <laughs> Zex Zero says, "I enjoy the podcast and the chill background music." Hey, yeah, it gets. I listen to that shit all the time. That's a good fucking playlist right there. Uh, also was enjoyed Ice the Ice Cube, right? No, I also enjoyed the lack of some stupid silver tiered League of Legends game. Overall, <laughs> a step in the right direction, Rizzler, but I haven't forgotten your past transgressions. See, that's why I made the joke, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you, I didn't watch the video. I just assumed you were playing League. <laughs> Adam Punton says Ninja has great grind. It just hurts my fingies. That's a, I, okay. Uh, Archer is spot on, though. We to Kings, and then small text for now. Yeah, I think um, it has great grind at small spots, and then or the lower spots and high end. It's it's I. It's but it's it needs a buff. Yeah, like Wizard Witch now post buff are getting um, like Jackie said, thirty six to thirty seven hundred. Ninja's not getting that. <laughs> Uh, Pablo G says, cool video, classes change constantly, and it's way too subjective to determine a ranking, in my opinion. Playstyle, in-game activities, playtime available, personal goals, and taste all impact how quote-unquote good a certain class is to different people. I enjoyed this video, though. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's for fun. It's obviously a fun thing, and no one, there's no way everyone's going to agree. Yeah. At all, so, yeah. I mean, even we didn't agree with, like, a good third of them. Um, Omar Sameh says a question about uh, men 4616 when he said even as when I play my mystic I run into DKs that are 275 281 just like everybody else and they one combo me what does one combo me mean like they land a CC 
and then they float me, and then they use a damaging ability, and then they refloat me, and then they use another damaging ability, and I'm dead. Yeah. I think he's misunderstanding. So he spelt one, like, W-O-N. It's one, like, the number one. Like, one singular combo is able to kill him, basically, is what he's saying. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, I don't. I think uh, I don't say one shot. I think a lot of people say one shot when they are meaning one combo. I I always say one combo. Yeah, it's really a problem, honestly. People say I, it's kind of dude. Weird. He one shot like, me like all the time. Yeah, it's like did he really one shot implies one <laughs> skill? Because unless is, like, it's like really unlikely, unless it's like a choice ancient wave or like a Zethian <laughs> reckless blow. I'm not sure if you got one shot, and even then, or, you must not have DP. Or a 220 AP ninja using serpent. Yeah, yeah or a 220 AP serpent ascension, basically. <laughs> Sammy fucking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sammy, tell me what that combo was. <laughs> like, it was shadow stomp and serpent ascension. <laughs> yeah, the 100 okay. to 0. Okay, it. for context, right? So me and Frosty are fighting Sammy and uh, our friend Sammy and our friend Azur. Sammy is a ninja, Azur is a wizard. We're playing trial characters, so it's equalized gear practicing for the 2v2 BSL thing, and uh, Frosty was going off about how broken Ninja is at soft cap if everybody else is soft cap, that it's in extremely powerful, which I, was I, being a baby for I, sure. I believe it is true. Uh, that being said, he was not letting up on it. He was relentless. Every <laughs> single time he died, he started talking about yeah. it. It, <laughs> the one time and sammy started laughing dude there's one yeah. combo he literally cc'd me with uh shadow stomp and then immediately moved over to me and used serpent and i was dead and i was like sammy you need to tell everyone right now what your combo just was what was your full combo and he was like dying laughing he's like it was just shadow stomp and serpent <laughs> holy shit that, that was, was hilarious <laughs> Um, Nin ninja's fine on trial. It's so weird. Trial care. I feel like trial characters need a gear buff. <laughs> 253 yeah. is such a weird. It's a weird spot to stop at. Yeah, it is. I understand why they did it because that was quote unquote soft cap for so long, right? But like now it's mm -hmm. like I don't know. That's just not where the game is played anymore. Now it's played at like 265, 269. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, Toddy Thorson says, I'm back to BDO, JK won't touch it, just checking you guys out, glad you're doing well. Overall, a good tier list, very similar to what I was under the impression four months ago before I quit. Only difference is Mystic seems to have been dethroned. Good idea about changing, about the changing a tree to do more damage at the cost of DP, etc. On Tamer, you could have more weight at the cost of more stamina usage, slash S. <laughs> dude i forgot that's the coolest part about being a tamer so you have a weight <laughs> passive it's the most useless 20, thing. 25 lt dude uh isn't the tamer hey. isn't the tamer discord just like a shy discord now <laughs> with a good stop with a good if you have a good fairy that 25 lt is actually 30 Oh my god. Uh, Nom Nom's Freddy Kitty says OMG OMG re. I'm guessing that's because we put wizard kind of high. I don't know. Small Dick Stole Your Girl says Archer OP. Sh spread the word. Uh, Sphero says I think the warrior conversation was pretty spot on. Good video across the board. Hey, I got you, Sphero. Look at that. Read your comment, brother. <laughs> Came across him yesterday in game before the BSL. I was like, hey, did you watch the uh, tier list video, by the way? 
He was like, dude, I left a comment. I was like, oh, well, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I got you, brother. Uh, Marshall Cure says, my suggestion for a change to the game is to remove stamina altogether, lol. It would probably break some classes, but I don't care. I hate running out of stamina and being able to do nothing. It certainly would be fun. Would, I don't know yeah. what you'd do about Musamewa. I think one of the funnest things they could do is have, like, RBF, but it would be, like, a weekly RBF where they just do stupid shit, like, remove uh, stamina costs, remove mana costs, WP, MP, whatever, uh, reduce cooldowns, like, increase damage, like, you know, just, like, silly, like, shit to, like, just kind of make it more fun, you know? I feel like a lot of games do that, and BDO is a game that would benefit a lot from that, because it would, like, it would... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Appeal to like more casual people that are just playing the game for fun, you know? Do you know how aggressive a sort could be if it had no stamina? <laughs> I would instantly roll back, dude. That would be so much fun. <laughs> um, Danny Park says, kind of disagreed that Striker and Mystic are C for large scale as a warrior because they're the best frontline classes. But that just goes to show the state of frontline classes. No one can survive being in the front. Overall, I agreed with the tier list and appreciated your insight and reasoning. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. This is I mean, sure, it's it's it they I'll give you this. Striker and Mystic are way better frontline classes than Warrior, Warrior and Valkyrie. And that title being a really good frontline class means you're on flex in the <laughs> yeah. current state of the game. <laughs> <laughs> holy fuck um austin lassiter says kind of sad to see valk above warrior although i guess all those bonus points from being a support class in node wars gives a rank up no yeah not, i mean i wouldn't not say really. i mean look here's the thing i don't think valk is better than warrior especially like 1v1s i think that a good warrior is probably going to beat a valk always and in large scale and Warrior does technically have a little bit more protected movement. It's just that I think part of it is we're counting in PvE, and Valk's actually really good at the high-end spots in PvE, too. Yeah. Uh, so. Nayashi says, you know what I heard? 1v1 is important because it affects grind speed. If I kill you, your grind speed is zero, and mine is better. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's true, it's true. <laughs> He says the tier for Meiwa is fine. Sadly, I just have a more positive outlook to encourage players to overcome the hurdles. I will say the grind is closer to Muso. We just suck at Manschwams and Achman. That's it. History and Underwater brings... Brings? I'm assuming he meant to say Ruins, and he probably got autocorrected. Uh, is more money anyway, so irrelevant <coughs> in my opinion. Beyond that, I agree. Large scale just weighs so much more in this game as far as success is concerned. 1v1 weights more when considering grind spots, in my opinion. So it's all about which way you want to play. It's so much so that I encourage people to ask for duels for spot. Sometimes I even offer duel for spot during my grind when someone comes over because I'm confident. Uh, but also to help break the grind up, I hate grinding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, grinding sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love grinding. Oh, shut the fuck up. No, you don't. I do! Honestly. I'm literally grinding right now. And I know, I'm not even making they, they money probably, here. They're probably going to get to hear all of your little clicks and all your all little keyboard clicks, taps the Just entire time. 
that you guys have to suffer through my clicks because I need skill points, all right? <laughs> Uh, Austin Lasseter, another comment says to help you figure out a tier to place it in S five stars, a five star, four stars, B three stars, etc., etc. Rate the class in each category and average your rating at the end. Siege five, Node War four, one v one two, PVE three. Uh, average in this example would be three point five B or B plus. I think this might help you discuss exactly exactly which points you really disagree on. Um, I don't oh, know. I already. I think it's easy enough as is because if Reslar has a point that he doesn't agree, or basically if Reslar has an opinion, I disagree with it. So it's a really easy scale for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is that not basically what we did? Except for you're just making it stars now? I'm confused. I don't know. Uh, Christian Kaltwasser says you bombed that Maywalk call. Uh, Nayashi doesn't think so. So suck it, Rich. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Oh, is that is that Rich? Yeah, that's Rich. <laughs> Dude, him and his fancy names, man. <laughs> Lossels says first question mark, and there's nothing about ninjas, surprisingly. It's a first. Hey. That's the real first. Is there's no complaining about ninja in here? <laughs> that's because he's re-rolling just shy, dude. Oh lord! <laughs> Does he even play still? Lossels, do you still play this game, dude? I haven't seen you in so long, brother. What the hell? Anyway, thanks everybody for leaving a comment on the tier list. We appreciate it. Uh, we might do another one uh, maybe next weekend. I want to do more of these because they're really popular. And I'm greedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this one got a thousand views. So that's like huge. Um, we'll see that. For me, it might be after we get the Shy, since we're getting it pretty soon. Ooh, yeah, that actually would be a good point. Maybe after Shy comes out, we'll make another one. Because that'll probably come out. When does that come out? It's a, it's a global release, right? We're getting release, the pre-registration. Right? Uh, kind of. It's like a one-week delay from Korea, I think. We have our character creation on the 24th, I believe. So, we'll probably... Or the 20-something. So, I think we get it the first week of July. Okay. So there probably won't be one this month because I doubt much will change unless they do a ton of PVE buffs, which I don't expect them to, at least in not, not in that short of a time. So maybe at the end of next month, whenever people have time to figure Shy out and kind of figure out where it kind of sits, maybe we'll do another another one of these. Who knows? Um, but anyway, yeah, thanks everybody for leaving a comment. Moving on, we got more stuff we want to talk about, and it's already been over an hour and 45 minutes, so... Let's try and rush through this a little bit. Obviously, if you're watching the YouTube video, you've been watching some uh, shy gameplay, which is probably about to loop because I think I only recorded about an hour and 50 <laughs> minutes of content. So get ready for that loop to happen. Um, but yeah, shy is coming out. We got to talk about that, uh, what it is, what it do, what it be, all that stuff. Frosty, what are your thoughts on it? Okay. Or so what is it? What, what the, is it for the yeah. people that don't know? <laughs> Let's start with what it is. It is... God, it's so hard to explain. I, I swear if this announcement came out in April, people would have thought it was like a really funny April Fool's joke because <laughs> of the way they describe it. So, the Shy is a class. It's a support class that exclusively rides donkeys and specializes in life skills. <laughs> It does and sound I'm, like an April Fool's joke, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm literally not making that up. 
Um, It has a boomerang and a lantern. The boomerang is what it uses for its damaging abilities, of which it has very few in its current iteration with no awakening. Um, And its lantern, it kind of waves and wiggles around for a bunch of support abilities, and it has a bunch of different cool ones. Um, It is a a small character with pointy ears, so it's like a different race. It's It's a a lolly. It's a squirrel. It's a lolly. Um, Tame remains are already getting ready to reroll. They're already buying their coupons. <laughs> it's true. I was talking to Trollsies. I think if you're a tamer in the tamer community, you probably know Trollsies, and he's like so excited. But he also <laughs> thinks so. All right, before we get to this, because I, I want to talk to you about this, because I've heard you say Bard a bunch of times, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But basically, it's sport class it has a bunch of healing uh, buffs and and debuff type skills, protected skills like a protected area kind of thing that blocks projectiles like very very support heavy so which i actually think is cool i like the idea of a support heavy class um i just i need to see what its awakening is going to be because its pre-awakened kit is very limited i actually doesn't have a whole lot of stuff speaking of speaking of flute i actually saw something on reddit today that someone said maybe its awakening could be like a flute that would be kind of cool and it would fit thematically if you think about it Yeah, I mean, the guy during the presentation even said this was inspired by the Velium. This class was inspired by the Velium music, which is why it doesn't make any sense because the Velium music is fucking nutty. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, what what are your opinions? Like, I obviously, like, we have no idea. We we see some test videos of it grinding different places, and it seems okay, although a little bit repetitive. Its movement seems a little bit like the land, but slightly more limited than that. And the sport skills are kind of cool. The color scheme and design of the character is nice. The skill animations look really cool. The alt looks really cool. Um, but just like any classic, whenever it's new and announced, like it's hard to tell. And I'm not that excited for it myself just yet. I need to see more. Yeah. Um... So, I'm actually super excited, maybe not necessarily for the class itself, but what it means in a larger, like, scale for the game. Um, I've said for a long time that I really do wish that BDO was a Trinity. I actually, I, I, I know a lot of people like the fact that it's not a Trinity, and I think, Frosty, you're one of those people that you like the fact that every class can kind of do everything. Um... But I, I've always enjoyed the Trinity. I think the Trinity uh, encourages group uh, gameplay. And it also makes things a lot easier to balance. So if the fact that they're coming out with this class that is purely a support tells me that they might. This is not confirmation. This is purely speculation. But that they might be moving towards a more Trinity style set of gameplay. Um, now whether they're gonna like change current classes, I don't know, or maybe they'll just like start pumping out a ton of purely support and purely tank classes with the current classes that we have just being the quote unquote DPS classes. Like maybe that'll happen. I don't know. Um, they already said that the next class coming out after shy is some sort of like, um, uh, what was it? Like a desert. Yeah, Middle Eastern, like, warrior or something like that. Um, Which, by the way... showed its weapon, a scimitar. Yeah, a scimitar. By the way, something leaked at that uh, thing that I'm pretty hyped for. Uh, Orc playable character win. Um, (laughs) 
but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty excited. Again, like the class itself is like okay. Um, me playing it, it was pretty fun. Uh, definitely got a little repetitive after a while. I think I've gotten it up to like thirty something on the global test lab, and then I was like, all right, I'm I'm actually just bored now. I'm done with this. Um, I was gonna try and get it to fifty six. So if they ended up releasing the Awakening on global test lab, I could just check it out. But I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that or not. Um. As a support, it seems really strong. I was talking to Mina about it, and like he was saying, like there's no way that its heal can be better than Witches and Wizards. I think it's just a different type of heal. So mm-hmm. the the heal that the Shy produces is it's, if I remember correctly from what I was reading, it's 200 HP every five seconds for a minute, mm-hmm. and it has like. I think it had like a, a, a two minute cooldown or something like that, or like a minute 30. So it's almost like a hundred percent uptime on it basically. And it's right. like, that is a very interesting concept, right? Because it's no longer a burst heal that like, okay, you're not full health. Now you're full health. Now it's like, here's this health over a longer period of time, which one, first of all, that is more useful in PVE. If you think about it, which is interesting. Because that tells me that we might be getting more focus on PvE type stuff. If they're introducing this character that has a lot of PvE aspects, uh, it can also aggro mobs and things like that, which is kind of interesting. Um, But also, maybe that might mean, again, purely speculation, that we might be seeing PA try to figure out how to make fights longer in like these large-scale situations. Because right now, fights are so fast. You basically have two guilds just poking with their uh, range skills, witches and wizards. Then they PA, they dive. The second PA wears off, it's instant death. Um, So the fact that we see this kind of class that has... And they specifically said that it's not for PvP, so I'm not convinced that that's what it's for. But I do think the PvE thing is quite likely. That we might be seeing an increase in uh, like more... I, I almost want to say traditional PVE spots, which I'm kind of excited for, honestly. Um, I know they said that they have the Altars of Blood. I'm still not sure what that is. It sounds like Savage Rift, except for you don't you have to use the stupid fucking guns. That's right. what it sounds like, anyway. <laughs> but I haven't seen any gameplay of it yet. I haven't seen anybody do it yet. I don't know if you have, maybe. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's on Test Lab. I think the area is on Test Lab, but I don't know if you can actually activate it or start it or something. I'm not too sure. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of I'm less excited for the class and more excited as to what kind of direction the class is geared towards because it's very not like BDO for this class to exist. So that's kind of exciting, honestly, to me. I mean, that part's cool. I just I just don't think it has anything to do with PVE. As weird as that sounds, like, I think it's literally just for group play in PvP. Just because, um, I don't know, I mean, there's nothing in the game where you'd need someone to heal you outside of maybe this new Ash Forest area, which sounds like it's going to be for one to three people, maybe, max. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see, I guess, with Ordolita, which is supposed to be the the group PvE spot. And I think that's now not coming until winter. But yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I, I think, like, 
I'm I'm all cool with having support classes to help you in certain areas and there be more aspects of the game and different things you can do. I'm not I don't think the tank thing makes sense in our game. So maybe just having the classes as they are now with some support to help the ones that already exist are kind of cool. I just think the Trinity thing is like, I don't know, it's just kind of it's tired. I don't know, it's t- I'm not a huge fan anymore. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely I also see that. Hate- I also hate having to wait for someone to do something like you, (laughs) like I could literally find anyone that plays the game. There's thousands of people, but there's no tanks online right now. So now I can't do X, you know, like, or something like that. Yeah. But, um, I mean, who knows? I do like, I actually think the regen thing is going to be kind of cool in PVP because, and I doubt it stacks, but if you have a few shies in your group, like let's say four or five, and it hits your entire party, like that extra 200 HP on top of pots, on top of the every class that already has their own like self-heals or heal on hit, I do think it will help fights last a little bit longer, provided you don't get killed in one hit. Right. Um, but I think it needs, does it have any DP buffs or anything? No, just AP. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it All has right, so a, you, it, it's like 10 AP buff for like 30 seconds or something that it has, I think. You had mentioned it started getting a little bit repetitive. Was that just because it's pre-awakening? Was like the same kind of I felt repetitive on, like if you play a Mystic pre-awakening or a Striker, or is it like um, even less so options than that? One of the things that I noticed right away with the pre-awakening is that it doesn't have nearly as many skills as other pre-awakenings. Essentially, if you took away the passives uh, that are in the pre-awakened side of uh, skills, the Mm -hmm. skill list would be about as long as an awakening skill list, actually. Like, not that much longer. So, with that being said, obviously, you have a lot less skills to work with. And also, there weren't a lot of... uh, Actually, I don't think there were any flows whatsoever. So, you basically have... There's like there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, I think seven attacks that you have. And then like one, two, three, maybe four kind of like more support oriented abilities that you use. So like, I mean, obviously, like that's not like I mean, seven attacks is quite a bit to rotate through. But when you consider that most classes like pre awakenings have like fucking like 15 to 20 different things they can do uh right. you know when you count like flows and all that other different shit like that's just not a lot so um yeah i don't know uh, that being said it was fun uh i did enjoy it the it felt very nice uh the like movements and stuff and everything uh it felt fun to play it's just i don't know i got kind of bored of it after a little while and Are yeah, you, you can't ride horses. It? That's not a meme. Everybody thinks. <laughs> everybody thought it was a meme. It's not a meme. You can't ride horses. You have to ride donkeys. <laughs> so that that part is so weird to me. Is it? I know it like can actually sprint and instant excel or something. Is it like fast? Um. So I was just riding the like base donkey that you get, like the very first mm-hmm. one. And it was probably about as fast as like a tier one horse. So a tier one horse? Yeah, tier one, tier two. So maybe if because I didn't have any gear on it or anything, right? And it also wasn't leveled up. 
So maybe if you like slap gear on it and you level it up and you have the capacity to get skills on it and train the skills on it, like maybe it can get up to like the speed of like a tier four. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to introduce like tier donkeys though. I mean, that just seems like the easiest way to do it, TBH. Yeah, because in the video, it showed the donkey like sprint. It's instinct. So it looked more like a T6 kind yeah. of speed. Yeah, I have a feeling they're going to introduce tiered donkeys. That's probably do what's going to happen. donkeys even have sprint or six? I don't even know. No, I don't think they do. I don't think they can even like, I don't think they can even run at the speed at which I was running uh, yesterday or whatever. Oh, so whenever it was you fun. were able to run faster than normal. I think so, yeah. If I I mean I listen, I haven't ridden a donkey before this since like the very beginning of the game, so my knowledge is not like very <laughs> like uh, uh 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 like deep on this topic, but I feel like I wasn't able to like actually like like go on a donkey. It was more of like right. a I'm sitting and just waddling along, whereas this was more of like a okay I am like running, albeit slowly. <laughs> right. So um, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll have to place it in the the wheel seat. I do love the color scheme of the skills. I like the teal skills. What do you yeah. think the awakening will be? So you think it, it could be a flute? Because I know some people think it might be a bard style, like a musical instrument. Yeah, it could uh, be. That's probably the most likely option, honestly, is some sort of, like, bard style, like, maybe, like, a, uh, fucking banjo or some shit. I could see a flute. That could be likely. Uh, I don't, I, I feel like it would be more likely to be a fucking banjo, ukulele, whatever the fuck you want to call, you know, whatever it would have. Uh, because I remember somebody in that same Reddit thread where somebody brought up the flute, they brought up the fact that most classes... Pre-Awakening and Awakening, generally speaking, tend to share the same type of damage. And if they were to give her Awakening a flute, it would have to be like magic or, you know, ranged, probably magic. And her pre-Awakening is uh, physical. It's ranged. So uh, that just wouldn't make a lot of sense. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. It'll, it'll be interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, rangers ranged, and some of theirs are still melee skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It. Like, it's not always but, a one-to-one comparison, but for most right. classes. Um, it's so fucking weird. What if, what if the weird off chance, because they didn't even mention it. What if there's this weird off chance that it doesn't even get an awakening, and it is supposed to just be, like, as-is class? Uh... Is, that, is that possible? Possible, yes. Likely, no. I don't think so. I think that they're too ingrained in the formula they have now to change it that much. Like, everybody just, like, expects there to be an awakening. And also the fact that people are already talking about it and Perlobis hasn't already came out and said, like, no, we don't plan on giving this class an awakening. Like, she's just, she is what she is. She's an adventurer. She's a support, like, whatever. Like, that kind of makes me think that they already have an awakening, like, in the works, if not already, like, fully completed, honestly. Right. Um, alright, so let me see. Should I run down this, like, list of stuff? Yeah, let's, uh, we're already, we're, like, two hours in-ish, so let's rapid-fire all this shit real quick. Alright, I'm gonna rapid-fire. We're gonna go over uh, all the other, like, new things that they talked about yeah. at the little event, the Heidel Ball, or whatever it was we'll called. Just, yeah, we'll do our, each of our quick Quick takes. Um, yep. Better interaction. You'll be able to interact with NPCs while mounted. 
No one cares. That's, that is fucking awesome. You are so wrong. <laughs> that is like, first of all, it should have been in the game when it launched, but it is so amazing. You'll be able to use your maids, your uh, edit UI, and interact with NPCs. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, edit UI is about the only thing that I really care about in that list of things. <laughs> Not selling or repairing. You can literally just get on your horse, go to the repair dude. Oh my repair, god! Sell, it takes like going. one second to press. Oh R my god! It's to tedious. Get off your horse. It does. Right. Wait, why are you complaining? Oh my god! <laughs> you millennials, um, man, you're killing me. Enhancing and stacks. So they had this whole like preamble, but it really ended up the only thing they actually announced is that. They're going to buff the 20 stacks you get for using Dragon Scale Fossil uh, in the to-be-updated Shuriken to 40 stacks. Now, I feel like this means Shuriken Necropolis is also going to get a buff. They didn't say it explicitly, but they did say they're rebalancing a bunch of the areas, so maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the Dragon Scale Fossils... Instantly sold to- out on NA with like 10k <laughs> yeah. pre-orders on it whenever he said that. <laughs> Are going to get you 40 stacks, which I think is freaking awesome. Now, if it costs twice as many, then it's it, kind of pointless, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then it's not as cool. But the idea of getting 40 stacks in that way is pretty cool because 40 stacks are tedious to make from which scratch. Actually, sorry, go ahead. No, that was it. Uh, uh, side note to that whole thing I found it very interesting how they were talking about how they were kind of canceling slash delaying Ordolita. And basically mm-hmm. the reason they were giving was like, we don't want to release a region that like nobody really goes to or whatever was kind of like the gist of what they said. And I thought that was kind of interesting because that's basically what Dragon is. Like nobody gives a fuck about Dragon except for Garmoth, which even then most players don't care about because it's such an annoying cunt to fight. Uh, so I found that kind of interesting that again, kind of taking the game and moving it into a different direction instead of being like, we got to pump out new content. They decided to kind of take a step back and go, okay, maybe instead of releasing another area that either nobody's going to give a fuck about or everybody's going to move to so that nobody gives a fuck about the old area, why don't we try to fix some of the shit that we already have out? Hence the Fadus buff, hence the Dragon Skill buff. Uh, I don't know. Just kind of interesting. I like this direction that they're taking. Yeah. Although Blood Wolves is sleeper good. The other two spots are bad. It is, I don't agree with that whatsoever. Blood Wolves is actually amazing. You're I've done correct. so many guild quests there, and I just don't see how anybody can say that. <laughs> if you actually, like, break it down, I mean, obviously it's not History of Aachman, but it doesn't require that kind of AP. But Blood Wolves is way better than Bandits is right now, and better than Fogans, and better than Nagas. I, I can uh, maybe see that, yeah. Right. But those spots, like, that's for a different crowd, right? Like, we're not there anymore, obviously, but yeah. Blood Wolves is good. But Shuriken, like, needs to be as good as Mansions, in my opinion. Yeah. And Shira, I don't know. Shira's, like, one of those weird, it's a really low-tier spot, so I, I'm not really sure what to do there. It's a but. really low-tier spot that gives one of the best rings in the game right now. <laughs> yeah, but Blood Wolves gives the same ring. No, it doesn't. Does it? Yeah, it does. It, it drops Eye of the Ruins. They patch that in, like, Oh, a while really? Back. That's nice. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's see. Uh, class balance, they said they didn't really say anything on class balance too much, except that they're going to keep working on it. They said, I do love this. Um, additionally, based on Korea, out of the top 100 adventures with the highest gear score, 41 of them are mystics. There are six dark knights. Uh, they could be this popular because mystics are that amazing, looks great, or, or versatile. However, the fact that many of the top adventures with the best gear and control play them 
could have been the reason why they felt like they had a huge impact or even bigger class balance always sways. They were trying to like, uh, here's the, the stat. This was already patched, but to share a fun bit of statistics with you all about Mystics, the KD ratio of Mystics this year out of the 17 classes was at around 7th to 10th place. This ranking was similar across all regions. So basically, stop crying about Mystics. They're not that bad. Um, <laughs> moving on. They were popular, and I think they still are because of the PvE. I really think, actually, that there's going to be a lot less Mystics because of the PvE changes. Because there's some people that right. re-rolled to grind, and then they were just like, you know what? I'll just main it. Fuck it. And there's going to be a lot less of those if they can play the class they actually want to play and still be efficient. Um, See, that statistic was interesting, though, because is that an indicator at how good or bad the class is? Like, I'm not convinced that that's the case. I, no, I think it's... that the less people you have in BDO, the better, because the people that play sort of the fringe classes, like Tamer and Maywall and that kind of stuff, are usually players that are really fucking good at those classes and will probably manage to get way higher KDs. Right. Um, sure. I mean, like, sure, like, the, the high end or the bottom end. I mean, fuck. Let's be honest, though. If you were to remove... Let's say they remove Tier 1 and 2 Node Wars out of the equation entirely. Mystic could probably drop, <laughs> not go up. Well, I mean, pretty much everybody that's <laughs> not Rich Wizard, Archer, or Zerker would go down significantly. Anyway, I don't have any problem with, like... I'm not saying Mystic's weak. I'm just saying it's... Uh, it's just, I think there is a point to be made that, like... If everyone is a mystic, it's going to suck when you die to mystics. Like, that's what you experience kind of thing. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. The next under development. Uh, so, Ordolita. So, one of the other things they said also is that Ordolita originally was going to be uh, like a, a new grind spot with like a couple quests. But instead, it's going to be this massive, massive region. So, yeah, it got moved back to winter. And we got Star's End in its place to help hold us over for a little while with new story quests and stuff. So, yeah. And then Star's End's also going to get a new accessory coming up here soon. Uh, let's see. Territory War and Platoon Subjugation Territory War got canceled. Rezar got his wish. Hey, what up at your boy? <laughs> <sighs> Sad. Um... Yeah, so they basically gave up on that. And then uh, the platoon subjugation was, I don't know if people remember, but you could basically send your alts to nodes and it, they would grind out some of the rare accessories and stuff there. It also says like that um, is a very low on their list of priorities of stuff to do. They didn't feel like it was super impactful and like whatever. So I, I actually think Dark Rifts kind of replaced the need for that anyway. Because remember, accessories were so hard to get. I think that's why it was going to even be a thing. Yeah. Um. As far as the territory war thing goes, uh, I personally feel like you just don't have enough players. Like honestly, that would do that type of content. Uh, for that big of a fight, I think your territory war can still exist. Uh, maybe just make it like the desert is such a huge place, and it's also such a cancerous place to fight. Maybe make it like a Calpheon versus uh, like Serendia and Balanos type thing. Like that's about the same area. Like in my mind, I'm thinking that's about the same area. Might maybe a little bit smaller, 
and it's not in nearly as cancerous of like terrain to deal with. Um, Calfion being the most cancerous out of the three because there's a lot of forest, but even then it's not that bad. Not as bad as like desert and mountains and shit. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind the idea of territory war. Like it sounds like it could be fun. I just don't know if like having it in two of the most cancerous places to fight in Medaya and Valencia was the right idea. Um, yeah. hell maybe even just make it like a Balanos v Serendia thing. Like that would be, that would actually be kind of cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think there's enough people. It's just, I don't think if it's not fun and if it doesn't reward you, then on week two and three, there's not going to be enough people at all. <laughs> I mean, what I don't know. It was kind of pie in the sky. It's also my issue with it in general, even if the, it ended up being really fun is like, it would probably be so laggy. Yeah. Because everyone would, be. would have to be on the same server to fight. And like, you've seen how that is on sieges when there's like 15 bill it's crazy which uh, on one hand they did say that they were going to work on fixing like issues with the game and desync brother let me tell you <laughs> is one of the biggest issues with this game desync server lag things like that at least on na side of things is really bad uh especially as of lately it feels like the servers are like going down the shitter tbh lately um yeah that They've openly expressed they're having issues with the servers lately. Yeah, so uh, hopefully they fix that. I don't know. They said they were going to fix issues with the game, and my mind instantly went to, like, desync. And then they listed a bunch of shit that is not desync. And I was kind of like, oh, well, hopefully they get to there eventually. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they can do about desync. I mean, I'm not a developer, but I think it's hard. I think it's harder than just, like, Oh, I'm sure it's, it's a, a very difficult problem to tackle, but I just want them to acknowledge that it's a problem and say that they're working towards a fix. I'm not expecting like a fix, well, like even within this year, honestly. Like it's probably going to take longer from than Korea. that. It's, they're in Korea, man. In Korea, they don't have that issue. Yeah, because they're uh, all uh, packed within a fucking country the size of yeah. goddamn Montana. Move to California. It'll be fine. <laughs> all right. Uh, summer update. You all wait along. What is this one? Um, the major topics we're talking about dividing into life, hunting grounds, improvements for war, new contents. Let's see, life skill balance rework. Uh, just the gist of this, there's going to be life skill reworks available. This is on top of Manos. So we don't have Manos yet. We're going to be getting Manos this month. Um, but on top of that, they're going to try to bring life skill value up to be more competitive with grinding. And they want every life skill to have the potential to make roughly the same amount of money so you could basically do the life skills you actually enjoy yeah. to make money and i think, I think is good one thing. of the bigger things was like whenever you're doing your life skill your rank in your life skill is going to increase your shit that you get and like return i guess which is interesting and makes sense for things like gathering but don't make sense for things like uh horse training like how does that work exactly i'm unsure but that's kind of maybe an interesting get, thing maybe you get free carrot <laughs> free um, carrots <laughs> oh, and they also, uh, I don't know if this is in that list, but I do find this interesting. They also said that they're going to do, like, uh, combination life skills, which I don't even life skill, and even I find that kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, that seems like it could be actually a really interesting system. And the example they gave was, if you do a lot of farming and you do a lot of fishing, you might be able to do 
like a uh, like a fucking fish camp or some shit. I forget what they called it exactly, but basically farm fish. Like I don't know, it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Fish farm. Yeah, um, sure. A hatchery. Hatchery. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So life content is difficult to. So this is another portion on the life skill thing, which I thought this is kind of cool. Like some of these ideas, but. Um, they said, just to tell you some topics, creating ocean breeze effects or other effects that may affect fish in the area, fishing guru and farming guru being able to build farms, ranches, and plantations, life skill linked to see mini games, mini games that can be played in taverns and other new play patterns and reworking imperial craft delivery uh, with imperial delivery by integrating them to increase overall profit are currently under discussion. Along with defeating monsters, we will improve on life skill contents to make it a bigger part of Black Desert. So that part's cool. Yeah, it um, sounds like basically they finally realized that the only thing to do in this fucking game is to PvP. And that everything you do that's not PvP is just to benefit your PvP. So they're trying to give more content that's not PvE that's stop. actually fun. No one shares that opinion, okay? I think I a enjoy lot grinding. of people share that opinion. <laughs> Some people actually like grinding, dude. Oh, I, I think Garmoth's in 10 minutes. Oh, damn. Is it really? All right. We got to wrap this up then. Let's go. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Let's see. Oh, the Monster Ground rework. So this is kind of cool. We're aware increase. Oh, this, this, by the way, goes against. I, I know you think the game is dying. But because the game is more popular today <laughs> I than it's... I don't think the game is dying. <laughs> I, well, look, because the game is... So, so they, they did this whole uh, section on because the game is more popular today than it's ever been in the past, that every place is super contested. So they're going to rework a bunch of the spots that suck. But they said popular hunting grounds like Gaha's, Crescent's, Aquaman, History, and others, uh, there's just, there's, it's contested. So to improve upon this, they prepared the following changes. And the first thing, they added this already in Korea, so hopefully we get it this week or next. Um, uh, so there's a rework to Fetus, which pre- previously was similar to Sauce, and we made more fun and value by adding rare monsters, increasing their AP to become a hunting ground tier above Sauce. And additionally, the rare monsters were prepared to char- or change up the repetitive pattern of Fetus. There's, they're different from regular rare monsters. If these rare monsters are attacked, then the monsters in the surrounding area will also attack, and they use different weapons, different attack patterns. Some may be more difficult to deal with than others, yada, yada, yada. And then, so they did that with Fetus. They have another one for Polyforest, which is the little mushroom spot that you love. Um, best plot in the game for uh, skill points, brother. <laughs> they said uh, second best to the Crescent spot, but it actually is pretty good. I tested both. I'll get to that in a second with you privately. <laughs> Continuing on, we're going to rework Polly's Forest. This is probably a location that was long awa- uh, avoided by our adventures. Polly's Forest was will be completely changed from being similar to Helms to more like Gaha's, which is cool. Uh, and there isn't enough room in Gaha's and Crescents to share between everyone there. We'll make Polly Forest a good alternative. The hunting ground difficulty and item drops will be adjusted. Additionally, treasure mushroom boss monsters will appear. When you defeat this monster, your character will become more powerful. Which is kind of interesting. And then Ash Tree Forest is the one that everyone saw and there's a million memes. Uh, It's a new spot that requires 310 AP and 400 DP. Yeah, so good luck. Yeah, nobody's going to grind there. (laughs) But they uh, they did say it's a spot that they want people to explore with their friends so yeah which although it doesn't explicitly state it kind of hints at the idea that it might be a mirror mock like type of spot 
but who knows? Yeah. It's fucking Prolobus. I, who fucking I kinda knows? Hope it's, I kind of hope it's just individual really hard mobs. I think that would be fun. Um, also, Wait, like you're saying, like like one really hard mob to fight. Yeah, like Bams from Terror or something. Yeah, that actually would be kind of cool. Actually, that would be interesting yeah. if it was like yeah. a mini boss fight, like every mob, and yeah. it dropped like a huge amount of either a huge Loot. amount of trash or like one trash that sells for an absolute fuckload. Yeah, and make it like um, I mean eat. You go with two or three people, not a full party where it's like crowded. You just go with like two or three. I think that'd be fun as hell. Yeah, that uh, actually would be cool. And then Conquest War rework that kind of ties into the territory wars. They said they're just going to focus on trying to make Node War and Siege better. Um, new PVE content, the Altar of Blood. You touched on this earlier, but basically it's a wave defense. You can go with up to three people and you actually use your skills. They said expect to be one shot. You have to work really hard with your allies to complete it. They said internally when they were testing it that they saw emotions on their dev team ranging from having a ton of fun to being super frustrated that it's it's really hard and actually requires a lot of coordination and that people were getting mad at each other when they made mistakes and that it was like really addicting and that people loved it so we'll see yeah so it's basically what uh what's his name should have been the Sav- savage rep yeah, it's what Shadow Although, Savage Rift should have been, except Savage Rift, they make you use a stupid <clears throat> rifle, which nobody wants to use, it's not fun, and they it's also, like, incredibly easy once you figure out what you have to do. Right, with the walls. Like, removing right. build. like, for me, I just would love, like, a wave defense with no building, no items, you just use your skills, so hopefully that's what it is. Yeah. Fuck all the building and all that stuff. Or if um, it is, like, I don't mind the building... What I hated the most about Savage Rift was the fact that you had to get in the flame tower in watches. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why? Like, that is the most <laughs> boring part. Of, that's even more boring than grinding in circles for 12 hours. Like, <laughs> don't yeah. make us do that, man. If you're going to put flame towers and watches in this new Rift thing, just make them, like, automated or something. Like, I don't mind them being there, but don't make us have to use them because it's so boring. Yeah, make them like auto shoot. Ah, fuck Savage But yeah, it sounds it sounds cool. <laughs> um, next they have the they're gonna update the entire UI. Um, and they said this, so I know people like you that hate when PC games use console UI, but they basically said that they're gonna steal a lot of the ideas from the console UI and just use one UI across all platforms because it's really, really, really hard to develop multiple UIs and keep everything working, and that it'll improve development time if everything's just the same. So yep. we're gonna get so the new my, UI. My time on BDO is limited, is basically what that tells me. For me personally, the console UI looks way better than PC, so I'm all for it. I PC actually one is don't know shit. what it looks like, so I can't really judge it. <laughs> um well I watched Tim Allen stream ten hours a day, so I know you um, well he's back on PC now. <laughs> he hosted he? the he hosted the podcast last night, didn't he? Oh, I think so, yeah. The I saw Siege people talking about it. I didn't it. get to see it yet. Um, and then the shy, shy skills, shy support, shy life skills stuff. That's kind of new. We talked about that. The Great Expedition, they added a bunch of new sea stuff. There's like new islands. There's more oh. ocean content. Looks like there's going to be a new boat, new boat mechanics. You can hire crew for your boat to man your guns and stuff like that. And 
uh maybe boat skins and a new frigate type thing and yeah and there's the the new mechanic the winds so now when you're sailing even your speed at which you sail is going to be rng so that's interesting that's actually more realistic so i'm cool with that (laughs) if you enjoy that dude all right so you know bro side and sam right yeah yeah, he we were watching this event together and like the sea stuff didn't happen till way at the end because it was after all of that stuff he was like dead quiet the whole time right like during the shy announcement we're all talking and like oh that's interesting that's weird what the hell is this this is dumb this is cool and then out of nowhere the sea stuff and he goes fuck yeah it's about time <laughs> he was like so excited for the sea stuff dude i was like oh my god that's hilarious yeah it was real dude if you were to, i was like dying laughing dude he was so, he sounded like a little kid on christmas it was so funny i think the only two reactions i ever gave was whenever the sh- they did the shy video and she walked up to the people fighting the giant lobster and then she like killed him or whatever i was like holy shit is this gonna be a support class really and then the only other one was when they leaked the picture of the orc and i was like playable character (laughs) yeah they said that's they said they wanted to do uh a unique class similar to the shy once per year so i think they're gonna add probably two classes a year one of them being a weird one one of them being kind of traditional and they also said that they wanted to make uh, more classes that were um, races that are already in the game. So, mm-hmm. like Rudums, uh, you know, maybe the BDO orcs, although BDO orcs are not actual orcs, but whatever. Uh, maybe we'll see Fadu as a playable race at some point. That would be kind of interesting. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff they could do. Definitely just- playing more towards the... Um, the fantasy aspect if they start coming out with more non-human classes because right now it's just giant and elf which is ranger uh dark knight that's it i don't want a garmoth's heart i want to play as (laughs) garm i want to grind as i mean maybe Um, you can play as red nose in uh global test lab right so maybe you can play as garmoth (laughs) one day frosty maybe one day that dream will be realized (laughs) yeah and then they have a little summary and yada 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 so uh, the last thing is they ha- they're giving everyone a gift. We're all getting that free the wizard Gofi pet um, on June 12th for d- during that maintenance, I guess. NAEU is getting it June 12th. I don't know about the rest of the servers, but that's the one that I'm pretty sure you can... It has a higher chance to succeed um, a tier upgrade, and you can mate it with basically any pet, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, It I doesn't have so. any limits. It's um, like ditto. <laughs> yeah, so overall... Uh, Overall, are you excited? How do you feel about all these uh, announcements in general? Um, so a lot of the things that they said interested me, like a lot of their ideas of like where the game should go, things they want to do, stuff like that interested me. Uh, however, to be frank, like the changes themselves seemed fairly like uninteresting. Um, but I mean, that's pretty much like exactly what I said with Shy, right? Like Shy doesn't interest me very much, the Shy class, but what the shy class like could mean in the larger scale of things that's what interests me so it's pretty much the same thing with the rest of it honestly like the the fact that they want to add more um non-human classes like that's kind of interesting uh changing the ui isn't interesting uh the fact that they're making slim things like more realistic 
like they're you know adding the 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 winds or whatever that's kind of while that change itself isn't interesting like what it means for the game is kind of interesting if they start going in that direction so i don't know it overall i'm i'm i enjoyed uh their little thing their little spiel that they did uh i more enjoyed watching orca horribly translate everything <laughs> he was so bad at it dude that was like such a big reveal so when they i actually was watching so i i popped up the na stream but then had his audio and it wasn't until like because remember at first like the um all the pre stuff there was no subtitles uh, yeah subtitles yeah once the subtitles came on, because I don't think he realized they were on the uh, E or NA stream, so he was still watching the Korean stream, it was like, oh, he actually doesn't know half the things they're saying. Like, the translations were so off for some of the stuff he was saying, even when he was being serious, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think he has any idea what they're saying. Or either that or the translations were off. But then in this post, it's the same. So I don't know what, the, I was like, what the hell? It was actually hilarious. I was like, wait yeah. a minute, that's not what they said at all. I love Wicca, um, though. Dude, he was so funny. Like, some of he's the stuff hilarious. he was saying was dude, so funny. Dude, did you... I don't know if you used to watch Orca back in the day. Dude, he's lost so much weight. He looks so good. I see, I didn't see him. All yeah, I know he turned is on that... his he turned on his camera for, like, I don't know, 20 seconds to, like, say hi to everybody. And I was like, holy shit, dude, he looks so good. He looked like he lost, like, 50 pounds. Nice. Yeah, he, uh... He that's what that BD, were... that's what quitting BDO will do to you, kids. Lose fifty pounds today. <laughs> oh, quit BDO. He, was, he said they were handing out BDO or the Black Spirit butt plugs. <laughs> yeah, the Black Spirit butt plugs. Oh dude. my god, dude, that shit was funny. Yeah, um, dude. dude, I'm fucking excited, man. As someone that actually enjoys the grinding, like I enjoy the grind spots. I'm excited about the Fadus rework, the Polyforest rework, the Ash Tree Forest thing. Sounds cool. I'm excited that. Ordolita is going to actually be a, a major new area with new quests and new grind spots and everything. Uh, I'm excited to just have new classes in game. I It's one of the things I like about this game is that they keep adding new classes. And for the most part, they're very different than all the other classes. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking excited, man. Like a lot of the stuff, especially the quality of life stuff that I know, like, you don't, it's, you shouldn't be excited about. But the fact that they're still working on that stuff, like we've gotten so much quality of life stuff like just the mount talking i know you didn't care but dude the mount talking thing is is so nice and the fact that they're not forgetting about the little stuff that matters i think is is kind of cool but on top of that like we've gotten so much content recently uh especially like korea obviously has had some of the stuff for a while but the fact that we're getting all the mano stuff the stars ends Kraya ruins area and then we're gonna get ash tree force they said within the next month we're gonna get that alter of whatever within the next month or two i don't know man it's just like a lot a lot of stuff for a game that's already five years old so i'm actually kind of excited yeah well they got wall classic to compete with so they got to kick it up in overdrive yeah video killer is what i call it classic video <laughs> killer. video killer brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah, so uh, outside of that, I think we're we're good. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Garmouth is spawning. Do uh, what you guys say to the peoples, and then we'll end it. Yeah, let's uh, let's get comments on that. We had so many comments on the last post, and part of it was the video was out for a long time, and we did two videos. So the comment section was super long, um, but that was awesome. So leave comments. We love interacting with that and reading those and hearing your feedback. Whether you like us, hate us, agree, disagree, it's always fun. I enjoy debating with you guys. Piotr, I apologize. I keep targeting you. Uh, I'm going to roll <laughs> Archer soon here, and then, then I'll be on your side. I don't want them to get nerfed. 
And that's it, man. Yeah, just leave comments, like, subscribe, um, all all the usual stuff. Uh, tell your friends, share the podcast and different discords and all that. Thanks again to Jackie Felix for coming on. We appreciate it. He's a super, super smart wizard that actually tests stuff out and tries to optimize what he does. So if you haven't seen his YouTube, check it out. He has a million guides. And now that Wizard Witch is a lot stronger, might be, uh, if you were avoiding the class before, it's probably really fun now. Yep. So uh, those links will be down in the description, his Twitch and his, what is this dude doing? This dude's wigging out. Uh, his Twitch and his YouTube channel will be down in the description. So if you want to check out Jackie Felix and the things that he does, uh, they'll be down there for ease of access. Thanks again to Jackie for hanging out with us for a little bit. Although I wish he could have hung out with us for the whole time, but he said he had to he had to leave, so he had to go. Yeah. He's um, actually in Australia, I believe. So it was, for him, it's like a different time. Who knows? Wait, is he actually? He lives yeah, in Australia. He lives, he lives in Australia. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I know. When I was asking him what time, I was like, oh, yeah, we usually do 11 a.m. Uh, does that work for you? He's like, yeah, I, could, uh, I think I could do it. Maybe. Let me see. And I was like, what time is that for you? He said 3 a.m. or something. I was like, yeah, no. Uh, well, we could do later. And so he actually was like just waking up, I think, when we did it. Oh, yeah. So he probably had to go to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a weekday, too. Yeah, I think anyway. It's I don't know. Yeah, it's Monday. It's Monday. Time traveling Australians freak me out. I don't know. That's weird. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, thanks again, everybody, for watching. Make sure to leave a comment letting us know your thoughts on all the different things we talked about. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. See you around. Bye.